you got to hoop or you got to fight? You got to hoop or you got to fight. So I, before they found out I could hoop and I wasn't no gangbanger, yeah. I got fired on a couple times and it put me in that position where when I feel like somebody taking yeah. me lightly, now my disposition is just, just get off. See, Win, lose, your draw. I'm not saying I'm no tough guy. I ain't the toughest guy on the planet or nothing. But when you used to being a new guy out of school, you, you know, it, you, it just programs you different. I don't take nobody lightly. Yeah. Somebody threatens me, I don't take it lightly. I don't look. If you could be four feet tall, if you tell me you are gonna kill me, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna forget that. I'm not gonna let my guards see, down. See, that's what happened too, though. And hooping right. too, because niggas, niggas, niggas be doing that when you hoop. You get into a nigga off and go to the car. We follow you to the car. No, you not. What are you talking right. about? Because we finna whoop your ass when you get to that car. <laughs> that's what, I, that's what like we, we different. Like for me, I don't I don't really get mad at nothing. Right. It, it take it takes a lot for me to get mad because I don't take anything personal. Right. When I see people spew whatever, even if they say the most hateful thing, I see that for the projection that it is. Right. They're going. They're they're, 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 they're feeling a certain way, so they're trying to put that feeling and put it on to me. Energy and never dies. And I'm like, boom, that it's shit ain't happening. Right. So. I don't allow stuff to get mad at me. Plus, like, I've always been a big motherfucker. And my dad started teaching me karate when I was four. Yeah. And my dad told me really young. He was like, you you a big dude. My dad was like, you a big motherfucker, man. You hurt motherfuckers. Don't hit people. He taught, he taught you the wrong karate. I've never heard of a karate dude really putting in work. Michael Jai yeah. White? Well, no, my dad used to put in work. My dad, my dad used to put in work. Back in the day, putting on a karate. like Muay Thai and okay, Brazilian okay. Jiu-Jitsu and all but no, no, I'm th- no, 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 not that. <laughs> it wasn't that. They, they gonna... My dad, my dad put in Streets of L.A. karate. That, okay, that's that's the is a killer. He was like Don Cheeto in Rush Hour. Don't <laughs> let all this other shit he said. Don't let this shit fool you. The wine will be smiling and shaking your hand and thinking about murdering you at the same time. No, I could picture that's the like like Hulk smash. Yeah. Or just shooting the nigga. No, yeah, DeJuan is an Iceman the, type the, nigga. Toe to toe shit. Yeah, I just don't. I don't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. not you're right. I'm not. To your house uh, on Friday to pick up some shit, and this nigga had a big ass shotgun. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm sleeping in the bed with my gun. And my shit was jammed. I was trying to. He's sitting there fucking. I'm like, bro, it's just. Bro, I sleep with a ten shot when my bitch ain't at the house. I sleep with a ten shot shotgun next to me in the bed. But that's my point. It was no flex. It's yeah. just sometimes I wake up and I'm hugging the motherfucker. I, I, I was shooting my gun earlier that day, and I was and I was cleaning it out. I was just you know, it was, <laughs> and when I sit in my garage, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm in Gardena. I had PTSD. <laughs> <Gardena. laughs> I'm in Gardena. Dewan is the type of nigga where he may he probably won't shoot you. He got a cyanide bottle. <laughs> Some banaka, banaka bottle with cyanide in it, nigga. He spraying your face. He, he gonna call the paramedics after he spray you. What's going on? He's having a spray. Don't fuck with the. Don't fuck with the. But yeah, I mean, again, that's what we were talking about before. But no, I, I would never. My mind can't can't take me to what we were talking. What we were talking yeah. about before we went live at all. It, it, it just, I was upset. I was like, what the. Fuck, bro. Like, I'm like, I'm, nobody's ever said that to me, and nothing fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but see, my personality. So I'm looking at him like, bro, you can't. Yeah, nigga, crazy. Crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 like, hey, I yeah, think he's like my dad in a way. My dad is the type of motherfucker where if he can't get you at that moment, yeah. it'd be two years. <laughs> a word. It'd be two years later, nigga, hit you in my bow. What's up, folks? October 15th, <laughs> 2016, nigga. My uncle Fred was the same way, man. He's the one I told you that parked the bus to whoop oh, somebody's shit. ass. Mm-hmm. 
But he he beat somebody else's ass ten years later. Yeah. They had said something right, like my, my dad, because he beat his ass when I was a kid. Right. But my dad told me he was like, yeah, right after high school, that motherfucker said something to Fred, and Fred said, next time I see you, I'm gonna beat his ass. So I'm like four or five years old, like why did Uncle Fred get in the fight? Well, that was the next time you saw that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later. When it comes to like stuff like that, you do have to be patient with it. Because um, there's there's certain shit where I'm like, I'm just, it's just, you wait for the right time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, it is, it is what it is. Uh, well, shit, let's, let's get into it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, my bad, y'all. I, I missed the show uh, last week. I had some uh, personal things to take care of. You ran out of blouses. But, Let's talk about politics, because what we're talking about is a variation of politics and how some people, some of you niggas, are too much of a hoe to be ho to be ho tapping. Let's, let's get into it. It take real heart to ho tap. Yeah. That's real tough. You just got the hoe. <laughs> <laughs> but no where's the tap? No it's, tap. It's, it's more it's more hoes than taps, bro. I, I, I've been reading shit and I see what they're saying about you, bro. Yeah. Um. I mean, shit, let's let's talk about it. They, they they say they say you buck dancing on the on the stop Asian hate, bro. Yeah, that's some wild shit, man. Let me tell you something, man. It's a lot of fake ass Tariq Nasheed's out here, man. Fake Go ahead. Tariq Nasheed is a savage. Yeah. He goes hard for our people. You know what I'm saying? He spits good information. He challenges shit. He does what he does. You know makes what I'm saying? Palatable. He makes it palatable. Not always right, but right 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. And I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? He a legend to me. Mm -hmm. Much love to Tariq Nasheed. But Tariq Nasheed is 6'4", 280. Mm -hmm. A lot of you niggas ain't seen him up close. <laughs> so he can say certain shit to certain niggas and deal with the consequences. <laughs> But a lot of you niggas are small. <laughs> Not just physically, but intellectually as, and as well as what you're doing for your people. That's a fact. You're not doing enough for your people to have an opinion on what somebody else is doing who's trying to do something for our people. You don't have enough, you don't have enough influence. Stop, <clears throat> stop speaking on shit like above your pay grade, bro. If you're on the fork, like I'm, I'm a little higher on the food chain than most of these niggas, and this niggas higher up on the food chain than me. Yeah. But I know, I know, I, I ain't on nobody's fork. Yeah. Ain't nobody consuming me. Yeah. I have an opinion. That's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody paying me to say certain things, or you know, or to, that wouldn't be, uh, that wouldn't be. Uh, Seen in a good light for our people. Mm -hmm. I don't have no motherfucking lobbyists telling me to do weird shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If I make a mistake on my platform or say something that's not right and you disagree, you can disagree and be like, hey, brother, this is wrong and this is why. Yeah. And provide the facts. Yeah, information. Give, Give me information, information. Yeah, if I'm yeah, saying yeah. something wrong so I can say the right motherfucking thing. Yeah. But don't, if I say something, that may have a little bit more mainstream implication. And because our 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 battles are grassroots, we're trying to come from the underground to the mainstream and represent ourselves politically, you know what I'm saying? And 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 combat all the propaganda that's being used to uh to slander us as a people and all that other shit. If you feel like I say something that's out of code, I can respect your opinion. But nigga. If you troll me and I troll you back, don't be a hoe and block me. <laughs> Let's go. Because some days I got time, nigga. <laughs> and I'm 6'3", 250. 
So if you run up, nigga, it, it ain't going to be as easy as you think it's going to be. I'm a big nose, big bodied nigga. And, yeah. like, and I'll and sleep you through a block, nigga. Yeah. So don't run the, don't be, don't talk the bullshit about, uh, you know, Craig saying stop the Asian hate. The people didn't got to him. Ain't nobody got to me, bro. Let's break it down from from A to B. Meg Scoop is somebody I respect. Mm -hmm. She's Korean and black. Mm -hmm. She brought the issue to me and 20 other people because she lives in Atlanta mm -hmm. and is very familiar with the situation that happened there. Okay. It was close to her heart. I was asked to send a video, so I sent a video that was like a minute long telling you know people to stop the Asian hating. Come on, Asians, you can't believe what these motherfuckers say. We've been doing business with y'all for years. You, of all people, should know that black people got a little bit of love for you because we've been spending our money with you for the last 50 years. We're the consumer. And you, and you challenged them. You feel what I'm saying? So if I send a video and they edit out the one part that says stop Asian hate, but I have a track record of being a little bit more knowledgeable than that, I'm one of the niggas that deserve the benefit of the doubt. Don't start putting mud on my name and start coming from me thinking that I'm one of these celebrity-type niggas that's not close enough to get back at you. I ain't gonna do nothing physically to nobody, but sometimes I got time, nigga. So if you want bullshit and I can sense it, I'm gonna be on bullshit. I, I wanna point yeah. something out, what you just said, Craig. I wanna point this out. Craig said that he you know, he did a video, it was a long video that, that had a lot of things, and he was challenging the agents' relationships with ours. It was a very good video talking about in a conversational type piece. Right. Once he sends it in, like a lot of what people y'all don't understand is when people send stuff in, they edited it, and you don't know what the fuck is gonna come out of that. Right. right. So if they decided what Craig is saying as far as benefit of the doubt, they cut out the other stuff that he said and only put out one part. And I understand. I want to say this to the people listening. I understand your plight. I understand your pain because you understand the propaganda. Black people are waking it up. You know what I mean? We start we start to get more sensitive as to how we're covered and portrayed. So I get the pain that some some people may or may not feel. But with that being said, Craig made the point about understanding. First of all, understanding his track record. At least let the motherfucker talk and give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, at least let him talk and then hear what he had to say. Then make a decision. When you just start going right into what somebody is, what somebody is, I guarantee you, y'all know y'all see me on Twitter talking shit. But if I've done it. It's because I've been looking at a motherfucker for a couple years right. now. It's not that one tweet they sent. Right. It's not that one commercial they filmed. Right. It's been like, okay, this motherfucker, D.L. Hewley, been on some bullshit <laughs> since about 2012. Right, right. Now I'm just tired of seeing this shit. Now right. let me say something. If you see a motherfucker out there who's doing what he's doing for us, employing black people, working with black people, you see his black sponsors that he has on here. Facts. You let the motherfucker get his words out first and, and then, then make an educated decision. Don't just jump to a motherfucker that's in the moment now in 2021 doing the work. You're going to put somebody who don't really know me or people like me in a very dangerous situation. Because some of these people look at stuff on the internet and they believe what some of these folks are saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. not a motherfucker you can approach on some bullshit on the streets. Like, it will get ugly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know... And that's not no tough guy shit, man. I'm a 39-year-old man. I ain't no fucking child. You 39. Nigga. I said that. So I like 37. 39. And on top man. of that, y'all want y'all to know that. Look. Not, not only does Craig have a big nose, that shit is thick as a boxing glove. Your little punk-ass fist ain't going to hurt his nose, nigga. He'll beat your ass. But, oh, boy, you know who I'm talking about. He's... 
I, you know, me and I, I ain't going to say his name. We straight now. But he he's an avid Hotepper. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have a problem with M-Hotep. Mm-hmm. The multi-genius. Hey, Some, looking, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that everybody should aspire <laughs> to be. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, don't be a ho Don't be ho-tepping if you stepping like a hoe, my nigga. <laughs> you got to have some accountability about yourself. It was a female on Twitter who made a video about the ADD situation. And her video was pretty riveting. It was fairly emotional. It took a bunch of various things um, that have happened historically with Asians doing foul shit to blacks. And it was a video that was made in conjunction with the all deaf digital video to kind of spread the narrative that uh, that niggas is on some cool shit up at all deaf digital, and that's not true. All deaf digital is the largest urban platform in in the world, and it's black owned. It's owned by a group called Culture Genesis, all black millionaires. You understand what I'm saying? And they're a conglomerate. They own several businesses. So you're out here preaching black empowerment, but you're not even understanding that the platform that you're going against is a black-owned business that's owned by conscious black people. A few ex-NBA niggas, a few rappers who I all know and all have met and functioned with, and they're all solid individuals. So why are you so quick to try to uh, thrash that platform and burn it? What else do you have? Hmm. If you want to hold it accountable, get in that inbox and start hitting them and say, hey, what y'all doing? This is wrong. Look at this information. But if you're not equipping me with the tools to make a decision that's right, then you, I mean, you're a white supremacist to me. Hey. Because there's no perfect organization. None. Marcus Garvey had feds, snitches, and all types of niggas up under him every day. Damn. And, and light-skinned niggas like you couldn't get in. Right. That he trusted. And he preached colorism. What happened to the nigga? Uh-huh. You feel what I'm saying? We can talk about countless movements where shit wasn't perfect. I mean, Marcus got a lot of good work done, but what I'm saying is there's no perfect organization. There's cracks in everything, man. If you're really about this movement, you need to be trying to help mend some of these cracks. Or you need to build yourself into a, up into a point where you can make a difference and you can challenge things. But if, point, you, yeah. if you got a thousand followers... And you are not trying to sow any seeds of growth into your people. You just want to be combative and say negative things about other motherfuckers who put their necks on the line and risk their reputation. The type of shit I be saying on this show, bro, I, I couldn't get no government job. I can't go back into a regular workplace, nigga. Facts. This ain't no, cha this ain't no channel where you watch niggas play video games. You can watch this channel. I mean, ain't wrong video game, but you can watch this channel and learn something that you oh, can yeah, apply yeah, to your yeah. life, nigga. Like, you can yeah. grow from this. This ain't no play around shit, nigga. I'm not no fake, nigga. I'm still waiting for the uh, for my job to come. Like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, we're we risking a lot of here. I saw your little podcast. And that, and that <laughs> lawsuit coming if they try. <laughs> I wish they would. <laughs> <laughs> you right, some of you motherfuckers get a cell phone and, and learn how to edit, and, and, and it's you against the world now. Man. Yeah. And I respect it, nigga, but go ahead. Everybody has, well, not everybody, but you see it all the time. People always have, like, these negative uh, comments, neg negative things to say about somebody who's trying to do something right, but they never have a solution. All right, well, if I'm fucking up, cool. What, what, what should I do then? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't have nothing. You ain't never, ain't never got nothing positive to say, but they got all the negative shit. You wrong, you wrong, you wrong. All right, well, you, tell me how. I, what's right then. You know what I found in my experience, Dozy? 
The main ones going around saying, so what are you doing for the black community? <laughs> them niggas ain't doing and shit. Because I guarantee goddamn to you, man, all the years I've been in South, South Central doing the work, I ain't never run across other people doing the work that said, what the fuck is you doing? Right. You too busy working, nigga. And it'd be the same dudes with the private page. <laughs> there ain't no women next to him on it. If the page ain't private, there's not one woman around in any pic. Or no pic of themselves. Or no pic of them. Like, we already know. So, <laughs> yeah. Why you even got social no media? You ain't got no pictures of yourself, nigga. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't even try to, but for, I don't even try to explain to those people. Because there's no point. Because they're fool. You're fool, nigga. You're fooled. A lot of people don't understand what I what I mean when I say you're fooled. When you're fooled and you're a meal, somebody has prepped and prepared you and seasoned you to taste a certain way. Mm-hmm. Balls. <laughs> this nigga. Hey, look, I, I, I haven't been for a week. <laughs> Hold that thought real quick. Dozy is here, y'all. Hey. Let's go, man. You fool, though. When you fool, that means you're on somebody's plate. My voice still goes. Niggas who are are still on somebody's plate, they don't really understand the difference between them and the person that is consuming them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, it's a very important distinction, man. You know what I mean? People be on a plate and don't know they didn't prepare the meal. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Say it again. They think because they the main course, you know what I'm saying, that they they had a, a hand in preparing what was what's gonna be eaten. You're not, you you just you just something to be, you know what I'm saying, consumed. There's nothing other than that. You don't play no other part than that. And you you feel special because everybody looking at you. You're prepared nice, mm-hmm. but somebody else did that. You know what I'm saying? Some nigga with yep. a towel over his shoulder, like yeah. <laughs> you've been hunted. <laughs> you've been killed mentally. Yeah. You've been cut into small pieces and packaged. You've been you've been put on a plate, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and now it's a bunch of people sitting around a table with white skin, man, that are waiting to eat you. Pause. This nigga, this And then once they, eat you, and then once they eat you, guess what happens? They shit you out and get rid of you. Yeah. Food is replaceable. Jeez. You don't eat the same meal every day. Every day you eat a different meal. It ain't no nigga on this earth that's been eating the same burrito for 30 years. Eat the burrito, shit it out, well, eat it again. Well, nah, nigga. Well, we might have one. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might have one. That nigga right so, here. Hey, is, your, is your voice on. okay? Cause I lost my voice, You, man. you look like Wigless Wheezy Jefferson. And talk Wigless like, Wheezy. Your new, your new name is Wigless Wheezy. <laughs> Wigless Wheezy. So look, man, we're gonna talk about we're gonna get into some Neely Fuller shit today. Oh hell yeah. That's because we, right there. So we really need to deconstruct white supremacy today because a lot of people think that black is a real thing. Mm. And white's a real thing. Right. Yeah. So what does Neely Fuller say about white supremacy, right? There are three different types of people in this world, according to Neely. White people, non white people, and white supremacists. Mm-hmm. Them is the only three motherfuckers that exist on mm-hmm. this planet. Mm-hmm. All the other other polymorphisms of a human are genetic things you're talking about. But when we talk about living in the world of white supremacy, there are only three categories of human. Mm-hmm. White, non-white, and white supremacist. Mm-hmm. A white person is someone who classifies himself as white, mm-hmm. has been classified as white, accepts being white, and is considered white's 
and it's considered white by other white people. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a white person. Mm-hmm. A non-white person is non-white. Is it non-white, classified as non-white, generally functions as non-white in relationships and in life, as well as in the other codified, as well as in the other nine major categories of white supremacy, which are education, entertainment, labor, law, I mean, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, war. And then a white supremacist, what's a white supremacist, D? White supremacist is... is like I'm gonna use Dick Gregory's de- definition. White supremacists is white. You ain't white unless you got a shitload of money. I like the video. Thumbs up the video. A white supremacist is somebody who sees themselves as a superior and operates in a. I, 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 let me take that. Let me let me rewind. The, a white supremacist is someone who operates within the system above the law, basically. According to all the nine. Uh, according to all the nine areas of activity. activity. Which are education, education entertainment, entertainment, labor, law, politics, sex, war, uh, drugs, war, and education. Right. And religion. And, religion. and so basically, these are people that go around and you, know, you, you get your white supremacists at work, your casual white supremacists. I just, I just got blocked by one today on Facebook. Mm. You know, these are the ones that go around, they listen to Eminem. They, they they like you know they 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 act black they got the black scent when they come around your black ass and everything but every time you talk about some sort of injustice that happened on on to a black person or a white supremacist doing something they got an excuse for it right. they explain right. it away because what's needed for to say right. what's the white supremacist number one tool confusion confusion and how do they confuse they 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 never admit to white supremacy right they explain it away at all costs and they have two movements after they explain it away they go from one to explaining. The next movement is violence. Either it be verbal violence or physical violence. Mm-hmm. They don't really have an in-between. Right. So when you see these these things happen, you know you're dealing with a white supremacist. It don't matter if you smoke weed with a motherfucker. It don't matter if you fuck them. They still white supremacists. And white supremacists are people who... These, these are your judges, your juries, that, that go around and say this person's guilty regardless of the evidence. He's black. He must have done something. You know, every white person isn't a white supremacist. But like Neely Fuller says, you have to suspect them of it unless they prove otherwise. Because they, they never white, they, they, they'll, they'll never call you nigga in your face. Right. Most white supremacists will never call you a nigga. Right. You no, know? No, no, they won't. They won't. Not at all. I guess. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down a list of things, man, and tell me. So what you're saying also is you could be, you could be non-white and be a white supremacist. You practice, can be and practice white supremacy, you, right? The problem that and that's the problem with it's too many non-white people practicing white supremacy. All right, let's go down the line all the time. Let's go down the line. Deal, Huey. Let's go. Let's go down the line, and y'all tell me if you, if you think that this could qualify you as either practicing white supremacy okay. or not understanding it. You own nine dice shikis and no gun. <laughs> Burner, nigga. You own nine daishikis and no gun. What the fuck is you doing? <laughs> How are you a man and you don't own a gun? How? The white supremacist or no? No? I won't say they're not white supremacists. They're just kind of stupid. But I wouldn't call them white supremacists. Okay. Yeah, because they don't we listen to the Democrats. We live in these Democrat districts, and they tell us guns are bad. You think non-whites can be racist? Yeah, very. <laughs> oh hell yeah! They can control resources and shit. They can be ra- They can hell be put in charge because yeah. what, what the white supremacy look? 
white supremacy refined itself after 1960. Before 1960, it was black and white. There's mass immigration in the, into America post-1965 Immigration Act. And so what they did was they started bringing the Asians over in mass and other groups that have white mindsets. And, and you see in the last 20 years, those have been the people that they put in leadership. Like you, when you look at Keisha Bottoms down in Atlanta, she's a black mayor, but she's running that shit like a white supremacist. Right. You know what I mean? She's asking for forgiveness for what's going on right now, but when the black people was rising up at their injustice, she was talking to them like a school teacher. Man, she was. Kamala wild. Harris is a white supremacist. Okay, she operated that one. We online. Okay, I got another question. Okay. Are you a white supremacist if you think black women are a separate, separate ethnic group than black men? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. We together. Fuck that we shit. We together all day, but it's been, lately it's being it's being pushed that's the, that they're not a part of us. That's that white supremacist, blue left leaning think tank shit. Right. And divide, separate divide the two. And divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Anybody that plays into that's a white supremacist. Are you a white supremacist if you still wait in line for Jordans? <laughs> no. No. I'm not, I'm not waiting in line for no Jordans. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm getting them shit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you this. I see you But let's tell the truth. Two thirds of the people waiting in line is flipping them hoes. That's fine. That's a business. I had some teenagers I used to work with that when they got when they couldn't get a job, I sent they asked. I told them about Flight Club. They started going down there. So when White America wouldn't hire them. They hired themselves through flipping Jordans. Oh, yeah. So it, it let's let's a, go. It, it salute to the business. entrepreneur niggas doing that. It could be a right. good business, but we're not talking about them. Yeah. We talk That's about the majority of them. <laughs> we talking about the nigga waiting. Like, oh, I'm about to kill him in these. Oh, yeah. Kill him, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's different. Then they go with the tent and go buy one pair. <laughs> no, he's got a tent outside. He set up a tent. Uh, he spent the night. He go buy one pair. All he got to rock them the way on the way home. No, that nigga don't even leave the store before he got them on. He gonna put them on. I'm gonna wear these out. I'm gonna wear these out. You're a white supremacist if you call if you still call him Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You like these Michael Jordan's juice? I got Michael Jordan's. Oh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, that actually sounds funny. That's some funny ass Michael Jordan's. Type of nigga to say hamburger sandwiches. Hamburger sandwich. What a hamburger sandwich. All right, cool. So you said, well, that's a good one. If if you're if you're creating commerce from it, and you're not just a consumer, then I would say you've elevated past the point of being a a non-white white white supremacist for Mm -hmm. sure. All right, cool. So, uh. You read hella books, but have zero application. You done read all the hotel books, nigga. Oh, yeah. I mean, you done read every single... You, I mean, 80% of these niggas, man. Right. Nigga, that, that's a, nigga, that's a major problem. Because I, I run across this all the time, because people are always asking me what books do I read. I'm like, look, when I read, it's because I, I, this is some shit I want to like intake and apply. Right. If you read a bunch of shit and your mind doesn't shift either way, what the fuck are you doing? Well, what you guys don't <laughs> understand about Dewan is Dewan is not only a teacher, but he's an activist. This is his passion. I love this shit. This ain't like this nigga's not on here just <laughs> trying to piss people. Yeah, off. trying to piss people <laughs> off. Like this, this, he's really passionate about our issues, and he's he's actually one of the people that are willing to die for the, this yeah. shit. So it's a whole different, it's a whole different path. The one ain't dying for nothing. Why you be the first nigga to flip? You say you got snitch vibes? I didn't say that. 
That nigga got cooperation nah, but all over. But you're right though. Like all that learning shit that came back door. I came after working with kids for so long, and these motherfuckers asked me all these questions, and I couldn't answer them. Right. But I knew every stat Magic Johnson did. Yeah. I can tell you Kobe's record. Y'all saw how you can call out the year I can tell you the champion. Yeah. I'm like, these kids are asking me all these questions. I can't answer them. But I know what 2005. year. 2005 was Detroit. I'm not San Antonio. Detroit 2004. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna... 2004 is Detroit, 2006 is Miami. Yeah, 1981, 1997. I forgot about both of them years, nigga. Yeah, you know, yeah, 1970, Knicks. But whatever. I can can repeat all these stats. I know everything the Lakers did, but I got these little young men I'm trying to tutor, and anything they ask me outside this small scope of knowledge that I have, I can't answer. Uh I'm like, that's some bullshit. I got to learn something. Uh And then when you learn shit, it changes how you see the world. You're like, hold on. Damn, cause I I used to be one of them niggas that lived, cause I, I lived in View Park, house view of the city. You know what I mean? Them niggas in the hood ain't doing shit. Right. Until I started working in the hood. Right. Every day of my life, mm-hmm. and I was like, hold on, why is all the smart kids in special education? Right, right. And through all that, maybe it put me onto another journey of knowledge. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is some real shit, motherfucker. Are you a non-white white supremacist? If you spell good, you have good punctuation. But you haven't written one piece of information that can help anybody but yourself. Yeah, yeah. You you, you give yeah, yeah yeah. What's the use of being yeah, smart yeah, yeah. if you're not helping nobody? Man, damn. You just had Department of Water and Power smart as a motherfucker, <laughs> following orders, mad that everybody else ain't doing shit right the way you think it should be done, but you don't want to help nobody. How are you? How are you? Useful to the group, just being smart all by yourself. Why are you on the internet saying you? Oh, you spelled that wrong. You know them niggas that be on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the word on the young shit. It's three different types of bears. Okay, the grammar wrong there. The grammar wrong there. The grammar police. The grammar police. Use your abilities, man. Being a great speller. You know, being punctual and on time and being somebody that's very analytical that, and pays attention to detail, that's a plus. We need that in our community. We do. Our community is we extremely do. fragmented. We need people who are able to complete thoughts, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and make things that are going flow correctly. That's a talent. You got yeah. niggas like me. I can get shit started. I can get a gang of niggas to do some shit. Mm-hmm. I may not be the most organized, but I can get some niggas together. Mm-hmm. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But it can't be a movement if it's all niggas like me. Because we're going to end up getting frustrated and whooping somebody's ass. You You niggas ain't putting in enough work. I'm going to be saying shit like that. Man, make sure y'all smash the like button, man. We need to be over a thousand likes. This is crazy. We ain't going to say another word until we get a thousand likes. I'm going to get quiet. I'm going to put the mic to my chest. Y'all going to listen to my heart. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, stop being, stop, don't, don't pervert, don't let your, don't let your gift of being analytical become perverted and you just become critical. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, we don't, we don't need more critics, man. We need, we need people who, who see things that need to be changed and have the heart to try to change it. How you doing? I'm doing great. Wonderful, wonderful. Lean sorry, in, lean sorry, in. Sorry, okay. um, she's heard me saying some of this crazy stuff, so you can, you can chime in. I'm almost done with this part of this show. Uh, you have an opinion. Uh, does this make you a white supremacist? Okay. If you have an opinion, but it doesn't hold any weight. Oh. It's going to make you kind of slow. 
Yes huh. and no. Okay. Because, I mean, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean that people are going to listen to you. Like, because an opinion is not facts. So if you're sharing opinions and it doesn't carry weight, it just depends on your audience. So it just depends on who you're, you know, giving out this information to. That's definitely a great observation. Um, are there people whose opinions hold weight in your life? Yes. Why do they hold weight? I mean, because it has to be useful. So that's why I said the audience. It has to be useful information. You know, so there's just a few. If right. you're giving out information that doesn't really, I, I can't understand or I don't need at the time, mm -hmm. just because you're saying something right doesn't mean that's going to hold weight. That's just all I'm saying. Devon, can you please teach the people about holding weight? <laughs> That was the setup. Oh, that was the setup. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Man, Craig, yeah. off the backboard. Craig, oh, shit. Craig lose weight every time he sneezes. Ah. Fuck you, nigga. Joe. That's hilarious. But man. like, yeah, but this not some people. If it don't hold weight, nah, not really. But it's the thing that make you a white supremacist is when you actively do things to undermine the progress, the greater good of of the society. That's how black people can become white supremacists by doing shit on purpose that undermines shit. You know what I mean? Right. Facts. If you're not conscious of it, then yeah, I can't consider you that. But yeah, once, you're, once you're made conscious, if you continue down a certain path, you know, that's where we have issues. Damn, I had something I wanted to uh, talk about. So I'm going to end that by saying, man, look, man, I'm a comedian and somewhat of a philosopher. I consider myself a provocateur, you know what I'm saying? I'm not no motherfucking politician. Don't, don't listen to my show for the same reason you listen to Tariq's show or you listen to Boyce Watkins' show or any of them dope-ass niggas. I'm here to make you laugh and think, man. I'm not here to claim to be this uh, super knowledgeable motherfucker that knows everything. I'm an everyday man that started doing comedy. And I ain't scared to speak, you know what I'm saying? Speak my mind, you feel me? So, uh, you know. And also, man... I don't philosophize to justify what I believe. Mm. To me, knowledge is an explorative process. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the journey. If I'm wrong about something, I enjoy the growth of learning how to do something different or reframing what I may have thought about something and consuming something to give me the right perspective on shit. Yeah. I'm not in this. I'm not here trying to be this. I don't know what the fuck y'all think it is, but whatever you think it is, it's not. This is definitely an explorative process to me. I put a lot of really smart niggas around me on, in everything that I do. I got friends that help me with this show that are all way smarter than me in a lot of different areas and vice versa. And we just here to help each other grow and help you grow. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this show is really about. Laughter and growth. All that other bullshit is... You know, all that other bullshit y'all be on. I mean, I, yeah, we might have been reptilians, but I'm going to be honest. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. Hey, man, like, go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of people got Maasai complexes, bro. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got a Maasai complex. Like, every every person they feel like needs to lead them has to be omnipotent, perfect, you know what I'm saying, without flaw. That's impossible. We are all human. We all err. And it's not even that, you know what I'm saying? Like, most of y'all motherfuckers really don't have have the balls to really even ask the questions y'all want the answers to. So we can, you'll never get facts. Yeah, because you're never going to get what you need. You're always going to 
I'm saying like y'all, y'all, y'all say buck dance around the fucking situation. So just know I ain't no, I ain't buck. I ain't, I ain't even. I'm not even fully. Con- look, let, let's be 100, man. Nobody on the internet is fully conscious of the propaganda mo- uh, motives. That a lot of these large conglomerates and entertainment companies have. A lot of this shit is heavy speculation. And it's it's first floor speculation. It ain't in the attic with the with the dusted off file speculation that can't nobody get to. It's very surfacey. Let's put this together. This kind of makes sense. We line it up and we have a 70 to 60 percentile accuracy. But don't none of you niggas know 100 percent of what's going on. That's a fact. Nobody. Nobody. Like my nigga Keith Sweat says, nobody. Period. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> so stop acting like you, you. Some people they, 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 they rehearsed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was off the dome. Right no, no, we did. You know what I'm saying? And nigga said I sniff mothballs. That's funny as fuck. Hey, but on, to, to, on, on top of what you just said, man, look, no one has a monopoly on information. Nobody has a monopoly on knowledge. And on top of that, the whole point, like me, even me as a teacher. My whole point is, I could all I can do is point you in that direction. It's on you to go ahead and look it up. In in a in a in a short broadcast, you can only say cliff notes and shit, and then you got to move on. Right. You know what I mean? So it's even if I do a to whole two hour breakdown on something that's still surface level information. Right. You got to pe- people have to get used to doing the work. You got to stop waiting on people to tell you shit. You don't, people could be lying to you. You don't know that. You better. You gotta follow this shit up yourself. Whatever you want, you be the person that give it to you. That's a fact. Then you can just come here and laugh. Real spit. So look, even in now, what what makes people like us a provocateur is the fact that we'll say some shit. Pac said it like he hopes he could say this shit to spark change in somebody's mind or some shit like that that Pac said. Mm-hmm. And that's all we be trying to do up here. But even when a motherfucker do, damn, this shit erased itself. Again, even when somebody does say something that could help you in a profound way, you motherfuckers ain't going to accept it. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. So don't think that DeWan be up here saying shit because he knows right at the moment when you hear it, everything's going to be different. For you. <laughs> he, 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 he know you're not going to listen to none of the shit he say. And, uh, and uh, you know, one day at a click, it's going to be some shit that has to get you out your comfort zone before you realize why we think the way we think. That's why but, we always say, Craig, all you got to do is just get to... Get through to one person. Right. That's it. You don't. You don't have to get through fifty thousand. Just one person mm-hmm. that's going to listen. That take the information and do something with it. We're very fortunate that we can reach out to more than one person. Yeah. So, so you know there, there was a guy in the Jewish faith, right? He's the one that came up with the thirteen uh, elements of faith, uh-huh. right? And he was a Spaniard. I know they called him Moses. It's not the Moses that parted the Red Sea. It's something Moses, right? So before this dude, was Moses alone? <laughs> that would be hilarious. So he was a he was a Jew. They call it Sephardic Jew. He was from either Spain or Portugal. I can't remember specifically which one. And he came up with the thirteen elements of faith. And this didn't exist in the Jewish religion before, right? And it was something that was shunned when he first dropped it. They wasn't fucking with him because he wasn't from the homeland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And after he published his work, it was like two or three hundred years before it was accepted into the faith. Mm-hmm. And now it's a part of the coding of the Jewish, you know what I'm saying? It's like a part of it. Like if you're not familiar with these 13 elements of faith, you, you might go to hell if you don't follow these 13 yeah. elements of faith. So what I'm saying was this guy 
who was considered to be one of the greatest political philosophers ever wasn't necessarily accepted by the group of people that he wanted to be a part of because he didn't look like him. You know what I'm saying? He was he spoke a different language. He did everything differently than than they did. You know what I'm saying? So when he became a rabbi, guess where this this nigga went to practice? He was in he was in Egypt. So he was privy to other information that the average everyday Jewish person wasn't privy to. Being in North Africa, which is probably what enlight which what is probably what enlightened his perception. So don't think that I gotta look like you and act like you to be able to give you information that can help you in your life and shit. Like, you know, don't be that ignorant. Go ahead. Let's tell the truth. You niggas accept information for a white person all day. They don't look shit like your ass. Go ahead. So let's just tell the goddamn truth. If a white person said, he'd be like, well, it must be true. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you don't even need to explain yourself. Look, the few people, of you niggas showed up to uh, Bill Nye's funeral, but not Dr. Sabi. So fuck <laughs> That's the type of niggas you are. <laughs> hey, that's real talk. <laughs> I know his career is dead. I'm done on that goofball shit I was talking about, man. I, I... Okay, so talk to us. We got a beautiful guest, man. Um, how do how, how'd you hear about us? Um, through Dozy. Dozy? Yes. Yeah. Gotta ask the question, man. Can I ask? Can I ask? Ask the, ask the question. Ask, ask any question. Any question? Any question? Are y'all fucking? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I already knew that. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this thing said Dozy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's crazy. No. Like it or do you like? Why? Is Dozy like that? No, 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 no. He's not. No, he's not. They don't know Dozy. But what I'm saying is. He's a stanky doctor. I'm saying. I'm saying I'm like that. I'm joking with you. I'm joking. No, I'm not joking, but I'm joking. Unless you're going to do it. No, I'm saying because you're a beautiful woman, very curvaceous. Dozy has great taste in women, so we always ask that whenever he brings a guest because he has a way. Does he always just bring women? No, no, no. He doesn't just bring I women. Know, no, no. I just want just he br- he br- no. women. Those, do- no. 95%, yes. No, but not just yeah. regular. Like, very okay. intellectual. Okay. Business owner. Yeah, business owner. Yeah, like, he don't. Maybe guess. So he has a type. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm just trying to be funny. I'm just trying to be funny. Sorry. Okay, so tell us, what do you do? So I'm an entrepreneur, but I'm a chef. So I own the um, the first African food truck. So it's like a gourmet African truck, West African cuisine in mm-hmm. L.A. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Good food. Great food. Great yeah, the food. food is good. I mean, if I do say so myself. What's the name of the uh, truck? African Chop. It's called African Chop. Um, we haven't been on the road since the pandemic, so we're hoping that maybe very soon, in a couple of months, we'll come back since things are opening up. Right. Right. Um, I mean, the food is amazing. We've had, like, a few write-ups, you know, Eat LA and a few other, like, little blogs and stuff have picked us up. Um, we've done a lot of catering for, like, major companies, yeah. like Red Bull, Yahoo, Google. Like, so the food is... You know, it speaks for itself. I'm so surprised I didn't bring no food today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, Dewan. I mean, because you guys are different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 
she knew who the one was. <laughs> Oh, good. Right. She got that joke right away. You can see his stomach jumping through his shirt. <laughs> Duncan got a fade on his face from beard to skin. <laughs> that shit is nice. Okay. Right. Did you did you experience any racism when you were looking looking for a commissary? Not really. I wouldn't Jail. say that. Yeah, I wouldn't like, say yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Okay. I wouldn't say I experienced any racism at, at all. Since you purchased the truck, I had a no. Talk about it, Chris. But I mean, I like, hear about it. it's sad. I think I've gotten more. Oh, were you wearing tights when you went to, to say the... whatever? Let's go ahead, stupid. <laughs> go ahead. No, 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 no. I mean, with the commissary, it's just it's a man's world. It's not a lot of women at the commissary. Mm. So dealing with the guy who I had to get the commissary from, it was hard because I was a woman, but I don't think that it was because I was black. Mm, it was right. just because I was a woman and he was just so quick with me. Mm. But then when my business partner, who's my brother, went to deal with him, it was smooth. But every time I have to deal with him, it's like a hassle. Yeah. Right. He right. gives me the run around. I don't know why. But what's the what's the what's the demographic? Like, let's, let's have a, He's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. Yeah, he's Hispanic. So, I mean, I didn't necessarily think it was racism. I just thought, I mean, I have a hard time as a businesswoman. Yeah. I have a hard time with Asian men because I, I have, we have a beauty supply as well. Oh. So it's like, oh, you know, thank dealing you. with Asian thank people. You, now I think it's racism. With Asian men, yes. Yeah. But as regards to the food truck. No. Then one of them try to kick you? Bite me, probably. <laughs> When the LA Times did that article on racism or Asian, 68% of the incidents were verbal. Yeah. They weren't even talking about no real shit. Because yeah. <laughs> I know karate has been out of style. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of that shit no more, man. I can tell y'all them little niggas rolled us up in, in downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it was y'all. We talking about us. Hey, hey, don't, don't, don't. I, I can fight. Don't get it twisted. I mean, they really need to be thanking Wu Tang. Wu Tang brought. Oh, many times, great. Thank you. Yeah, Wu Tang brought them back, man, and then you know. They was ungrateful. Wu Tang brought the whole Asian thing back. They did. They did karate movies. What about fucking? The last dragon was the last. That game. was the last. The last dragon was the last before Wu Tang. Before Wu Tang, the last right. dragon was the last time we fucked with. Right, that, that we fucked with him. Heavy. Fuck with yeah, him. <laughs> I mean Michael Jai White made an effort. He doing cool, but they don't really put enough money behind. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be B movie, uh, but that, but Wu Tang definitely. I remember going to Suncoast. Remember Suncoast mm. and the mall? Yeah, yeah. Right. Get your DVDs. That's to order all the Wu Tang DVDs. Nigga, like give me like six of them motherfuckers. Yeah, they, got, they, they got It Man and all that. Though. Let me ask you a question. Has Wu Tang done more for Asian culture than the Jabberwock than the Jabberwockies have done for Black culture? Yeah. Do you know who Jabberwockies are? Who niggas He's got some brothers in the group. They do? They do? I thought there was like two. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There's like a hundred of them. I'm just guessing there's at least one. And a black people. Shaq is one. 
Shaq definitely. Shaq, 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 He's, he's performing with them. He performed with us performing. He's a gorilla. The baby performed with us too. I will still go with Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang, yeah. Definitely. Has it has there been a person of Asian descent to do more for blacks than Wu Tang has done for Asians? Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. What did Bruce Lee? He, what did Bruce Lee do for Philosophize, nigga. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, he yeah. cold philosophy. Bruce Lee called him up, but look. You got Bruce Lee, like black people, are the ones that embrace Bruce Lee. Like yeah, my dad, but I about like that. they weren't really fucking with Bruce Lee like they that. They didn't like him. But he, he, he yeah, when he and when he was in San Francisco, he was kicking it with the brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that's what that's what he was. When he was he, a gangster, a lot of people don't know that. No, yeah, yeah that Bruce Lee went to jail for stealing cars, yeah, and his parents sent him back to China. That's the reason he went back to China because he kept getting in trouble. He was in a street gang and he hung with niggas. Yeah, and like, but I will say this: my dad said the reason why my dad did karate. He said that whole generation, it was Bruce Lee. The Bruce Lee movies is right. what got like that whole generation of black dudes into karate. Like in the right. early seventies, them niggas love love Bruce Lee films. Like it was dojos all up and down Wilshire for the niggas. Well, I tell you. <laughs> Like my dad went to Chuck Norris' studio, yeah. and it was it was mostly all black people in the studio. Right. Well, in the seventies, I attri- what gangster rap is to us is what kung fu and westerns were for our dad's generation. <laughs> there was some fighting, the shooting, motherfuckers, because all they watched was violence, fighting and and gunfights. That's what the seventies was all about. Yeah. I love a nigga going in karate moving nigga squad like a hundred niggas. Oh, right. I love it. Come here, you giant motherfucker. Like that movie, that movie Raid is like it's like. Oh, I love it. Scenes. I love Raid. Raid is dope as fuck. But even when you look at like uh, when you look at all yeah, the movies, Shaft and like all those Dolomite movies. All them Dolomite movies, all them motherfuckers was doing karate. Dolomite. You couldn't do karate for shit. Dolomite was making that shit up on the spot. That was right now. Right now. Come here, son. That was now Roddy. Whatever you see is what I do. You said now Roddy? Now Roddy. That nigga kicks wasn't shit, though. That nigga kicks wasn't shit. That nigga kicks. That nigga kicks was like, yeah, more kick it's like the, the Matrix. In, in, in in Bob, the Matrix is more of a karate right. style. Right. That's like a black woman who did that movie, too. Shout out to her. Well, yeah, well, she yeah. sued him. They stole it, and then yeah, she sued him. Yeah, yeah, karate doesn't remember. work. Karate karate is like the bow and arrow of martial arts. Like the bow and arrow? <laughs> <laughs> Most I mean, the shit could kill you, but you gotta be stupid yeah, in the yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it ain't. It doesn't lead to, like, you can't. Do that shit in a real fight. Nigga gonna tackle you. Yeah, you don't typically yeah. see it in like MMA, like right. a karate guy. But well, Vegeta, Vegeta. Okay, but, but no, but he he was like, he is karate background, but he is also like Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah, as well. So it, that was his base just, though. His but, base was jiu-jitsu. Yeah, pure like, karate. We haven't seen a UFC yeah. guy to the floor because yeah. you got the, the white guy with the mustache in UFC one. <laughs> Who you talking about? Look like Hulk Hogan. You talking about? That's not Tank. Ben Sever. Dan Sever. Dan Sever. Yeah, yeah, Dan Sever. That's what you talking about. That nigga had the American shorts, uh, little speedos on. I remember when he got his neck cracked in wrestling. Remember when he had the, they got power drive and he got his neck cracked? Yeah, karate only work when you got the gi on. If you ain't got the gi on, karate. <laughs> like that's actually, I, like we said, we if you kids, hey, you want to learn the self defense. Karate food. If you want to learn the self defense, jujitsu is like where you need to go. Jujitsu and boxing because what you're gonna do is you stand up with niggas. Niggas definitely gonna take you down if you hit them. They want to wrestle. So if you know how to handle yourself on the ground, you can, you know what I'm saying, know how to move your hips, get out of 
Pause. But with, but with that, there's there's Why two forms. Pause? So because you got to move your hips. Nigga. Oh, but there's two forms. So if you're gonna do if you're gonna do ju- <laughs> if, if you're gonna do jujitsu, make sure you do it because there's there's with gi like there's black belt with gi and without gi. Without, with, yeah, no. You do it with gi because that's that that's that's a lot more difficult than without gi because that's more comparative to like a street fight where you yeah. have clothes on and, and they can get leverage from like your outfit. So if you're gonna do it, I would say do it. If you're a black belt with gi, are you crazy? I got I know brown belts with gi that. Are. Somebody said fifty two blocks. Yeah, that shit work if you in a sale, nigga. <laughs> But we free like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not gonna get close enough for you to do that. What the nigga ran up on you doing that though? I'm gonna swear by that bush. Craig, hold on. What the nigga ran up on you doing that though? Like, nigga, what you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? You know we got space out here, right? You trying to lean me on the wall outside. Ain't no wall to lean me on with your elbow, nigga. Kind of bump your ass, nigga. <laughs> nah, uh, so let me ask you a question. Okay. Most difficult part about owning a food truck? <sighs> Talk about it. All of it. <laughs> Cooking in a food truck is not easy. It's hot as hell. So you can't have wigs, you can't have weaves, you can't have makeup on. So that's hard for women. So you always have to look what most Americans say, basic all the time have a scarf on so cooking in there and try to be all pretty is not gonna work um you always have to be ready so it's like the gas can cut off on you the water can cut off on you and that's very different it's compared to like a commercial kitchen Mm -hmm. it is like a commercial kitchen but it's not so you have to be always prepared and always like (coughs) on time so if you're out there for lunch, you have to know that water is going to run out after two hours. Right. So it's really, it's, all of it is hard. Do you have propane or electric? Yeah, propane. I said, so, I have a, my truck was propane. I don't like propane. What? When a I start truck? smelling that gas, yeah, I get paranoid. Like something about to blow up. <laughs> and you already know, you got to turn on and turn off several different things yes. when you get the truck going. So, yes. yeah. I, niggas don't know. You go on the food truck. Niggas don't yeah, know. Niggas don't you used to own a food truck? Hey, I got rid of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of it. Hey, I, I, that nigga nah, had a dope food truck. I made that nigga dope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga had a dope food truck. He had a dope. Cook? That shit was going to be dope. I'm going to get another one, but that wasn't because the propane situation. And right. then the reason that I purchased the truck is because when I do comedy shows, I want to be able to sell the food. Ooh. Oh, that's Hell smart. Giving them too much game. Yeah, so on. that's why I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's purpose driven. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, that's why I got it. So um, Two for the price of one. Yeah, but... um. I'm going to steal that. Oh, make sure y'all smash the like button, man. Subscribe. Smash the like button. We got to be at shit 2,000 likes, man. We, nice. What are we doing out here in the world? So, okay, so you said you were a chef, and then that's why you bought a truck. No. Um, to be honest, I was in nursing school first. So I was I wasn't doing nothing with food. I just know how to cook. That's right. just what it is. So I'm a self-thought chef. It's just a lot of the food around wasn't good enough for me because I'm very picky. So no offense to any other food place, but I eventually decided because there was no African food on the street. Like we have a couple of African restaurants in LA. I came out here when I was 14. So I was just Where you like, from? I'm from Cameroon, West oh. Africa, Cameroon. Oh, okay. And, yes, I. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and so I just thought, food, you know, yeah, I just decided one day we need to have African street food because Africans are dope. 
like you know and i was like yeah, oh, people yeah. need to because when, when you hear about african food you don't you, everybody thinks it's just fufu but it's not really just fufu or jollof rice you know yeah. or just jollof rice but it's jollof not just that y'all made that you know oh, you know you can't put it. <laughs> whatever you do just don't do african food in a burrito you got african food burritos huh? no okay, don't do that. see see that was the thing too what? <laughs> it's authentic it's authentic i'm just saying niggas think they can put right. everything in a burrito no that's yeah. for mexican shit yeah, bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> nigga, shit don't belong in burritos. Nigga, it, it, it stunts the growth. Nigga, don't. It's such a burrito. <laughs> you, you ain't never had a jambalaya burrito? <laughs> it's a soup burrito. Nigga, I got a burrito. I got burrito soup. A burrito can't be burrito. We don't put shit in burrito. No, we, we're very authentic. Yeah, okay. That was the whole purpose of doing it. Right. Like, just so we can preserve, you know, just like Thai food is Thai food, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we wanted that. African food to just be African food. You know, that. so it's just us. That's I'm fine. not putting it in no burrito. I have people asking for that. Really? No. Yes. Tell them like, to kiss your people head. People ask, oh, do you, people do that. What do you say to people that ask you if you got zebra burgers? <laughs> This might be the best podcaster. <laughs> zebra burgers, nigga. What? I've never heard that. That's crazy, bro. Zebra? That's crazy. No, it doesn't. Have you ever had zebra? Yeah, because I like eating horse burgers. Have you eaten gator? Have you eaten gator? I have. Yeah. Gator. I don't think uh, I'd be gator's good. Gator, rattlesnake, snake. Yeah, I went to Papa Do's and had the, they had the platter with the fried gator on it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, Papa Do's is fried. That gator was disgusting. Did you eat the shark? Did you eat the shark? I didn't eat the shark. I've never eaten shark. All of it because it's really? African, you know. Um, all of it. The suya is, is fire. Suya. Yeah. You gotta explain. I just that. said it like, 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 cat, right. like cat suya. No. Oh, see, see, see. Explain it, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Suya is just, suya is just, it's just a spice. It's just spicy as hell, but oh. it's flavorful too. But it's beef. It's just lean beef that oh. we use, you know, um, like a beef chuck. And we season it with the seasoning, and that's what is called suya. But then we just call the whole plate suya. It looks like a shish kebab. So it's it looks like a, right. So without the seasoning, it's just beef. It's just beef. Yeah. But with the with seasoning, seasoning it's suya. suya. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole nother nigga, world. if you get sick, it's yeah. suya. <laughs> <laughs> All these hotel niggas in. Y'all know nothing about what she's saying. Y'all know what Suya is? Yeah. Y'all trying no, to be on niggas about Africa, you punk motherfuckers. <laughs> if you can't cook African, you ain't African. <laughs> you ain't African. I don't give a fuck about no daishiki, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, if you can't bro. cook like an African yeah, woman, you ain't African. You're African embarrassing. That's African embarrassing. I like that. I love that. That's a new shirt. That's a new shirt. African embarrassing. That's crazy. Hey, oh, yeah. I'll smoke a bag of that. 
is there is there a vegan aspect to the menu? Yes. Okay, that was the pressure. But then it was still very authentic because the our vegan option is still very African. It's just the stewed black beans. In Africa, if you didn't buy meat, you ate beans. And we cook it that way. So that is the vegan option that we have on our truck. So it wasn't like anything where we had to go find beyond meat to make it. Because then it takes away from the originality of the food. So we kept it very authentic and just made uh, stewed black beans. Like we would make it back home. Like I grew up making it. So that's our vegan option. And it works. Oh, wow. It works. I mean, school us, man. Yeah, I, you ain't never told us nothing about that. Shit. Don't, about I'm what? kind of upset at you, fam. All they talk about it. All they talk. Come to here for the past year all, and a half. All they talk about is is his extensive sandal collection. Yeah, that's what they talk about. <laughs> all they talk about. He <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about that. <laughs> he said, "I got a sandal for each toe. I got a pinky toe sandal. I got a." <laughs> on like a 16 or 24 hour flight yeah like i don't i, I couldn't like a five hour flight is probably like my my press the max. i can max that but what's the flight there 24 the the trip is 24 <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't i can't do it and then from there, then you go to Nigeria, to, Nigeria. to Lagos. So and how many right. hours is that from Amsterdam? To Amsterdam, that's probably, that's probably another six-hour flight. So, I can't. I, there's yeah. no, I can't be. Oh, I yeah. can't be in clothes. No. So you're not going to Tulum from here? I might not come back. Seven hours. That kind of time, fourteen hours. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. I would go crazy on a plane. I got a question. I got a. I got, I got a question. Then Gilligan, would you get on the boat? Well, Take no. a boat from Florida to Nigeria. No, because no, because <laughs> open, open. I mean, he, he looked like Gilligan and he's nah, scared to fly, so I'm like, nah. Open, open water kind of trips me out too. Bro. Damn. Okay. Because I don't know what's what, what's what's in there. Water fucks with me too, bro. Oh, does. But is there, but you're not supposed to know it's water. But uh, it's, it's, <laughs> but, but, that, but, but that comes just with like anxiety. Hold on. Do you know what's in your water when they bring it to you at a restaurant? I'm hoping nothing. Fish, piss. So, hope it ain't nothing in the water when we go to Africa, nigga. You're going. You're taking a boat to Africa. But you guys act like a 24-hour flight is just something easy. Like, you want to go on a luxury boat? Some people, you... No, I got a laptop, though, nigga. I got a laptop. You got no internet on that plane? They got internet. They got internet. They got Wi-Fi on the planes now. They got internet in Africa. Why the niggas think ain't no internet in Africa? There's internet in Africa, and that's what the homie told me. Like, man, I want to go to Africa, but shit, I ain't no internet out there. Like, shut your ass. Who told you that? 
Nigga, it's parts of Riverside with no internet. It yeah. is. Nigga, shit to do with Africa. You could be on a flight for 20 plus hours and not feel a certain type of like. You no, no, you're not on a flight for 20 hours. 16, 15, okay. 16, yes, that's I a long I can't do that. I'm sleeping eight. That's a long time. On a plane. Like, you go to sleep, wake up, and you got another you're eight hours. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I don't do first class. So I don't want to do first class. I wouldn't do it. down while you're still on the plane. I'm going to have to take something to put me out. Yeah, that's what I do. Take a sleeping pill. That's what I do. But that's only eight hours. However long you sleep, right? Let's say you sleep eight. You got another eight. I'm going to take another sleeping pill. Jeez. So you're going to be doped up on that. Nah, we just going to smoke. We gonna, you going to smoke before you get there, nigga. You know, nah, you be good. It's going to last 16 hours. For him, it will. He don't smoke. How long are you smoke? thinking it take a nigga to, to jet ski to Africa? To <laughs> <laughs> jet ski? Stop in Amsterdam. <laughs> gas up. Go back. Go to Lago. <laughs> <laughs> Stop in Amsterdam. <laughs> jet ski to Amsterdam. It's got to be more than one Catalina Island on the way to Africa. It's got to be. I'm not in the motherfucker. More than one Catalina Island. Pretty sure that nigga be dead as a motherfucker. Now nah, you get in one of them islands, nigga, you become a king. You don't want to tell you though. They got gas stations in the ocean. How you think boats? How you think boats get all the way over? It's, it's gas station. It's a mobile gas station. You know, it's a mobile in the ocean. All right. Hold on, hold on. It's a motion. We gonna pull up to that with the oil spill. <laughs> 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 we gonna pull up to where the mobile spill was at. The PP station. They have a motor that can operate on water and not gasoline. Yeah. Hydration. Yeah. No one's taking a jet ski to Africa, bro. It's no, not happening. Because a jet ski can go, what's the top, about 100 miles? No, <laughs> no. About 70? You get on a jet ski that can do 70, I'm not getting on it. How many no. miles? <laughs> Hydroplane. About 20 miles. How many miles? Yeah. Yeah. About 15 miles an hour. How many miles is Africa from here? No. From, from Maine? <laughs> and you can still hydroplane on, on the jet ski. No. She said a million. You're doing about 15 an hour. You got 15, 20 an hour. That's how how many miles is America from Africa? <laughs> what part of America, nigga? Like, nigga, shut up. I found this on the web. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, say what you found. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 that bitch been entertaining for me. I found this on the web. Look at this. I think it's 8,000 miles. I'm good, bro. Well, you can take the shortest route from America to Africa is from like Maine to Morocco. Which is like from Maine to Morocco is the shortest path on the water to mm-hmm. Africa. That's probably about how a couple far is miles. Maine from Morocco? I'm not sure exactly how far it is from Morocco to Augusta by car, but it's about three thousand three hundred. See about three thousand miles? No, 3, she said Augusta. Augusta. Yeah. Three thousand three hundred sixty miles. Oh, it's longer than that. It's Did probably like six thousand miles. Then. Six thousand miles? Maybe. Okay, fuck it. Six thousand miles. This nigga recalculate. Yeah, you it's gonna take you, you gotta four, fly four hundred hours. Four hundred hours to get there if you don't stop for gas. Six months, if you don't, don't stop, stop again, it's impossible. <laughs> It'd be impossible. <laughs> don't stop to shit or sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you gonna shit? <laughs> last all those waves. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the 
climate change. Come on, like, man. I'm, not, I'm good, bro. That's 16, <laughs> that's 16 days straight, 24 hours a day, Mm-mm. going 30 miles an hour, you'd be in Africa in 16 days. Oh, you only get that from Craig Fox. <laughs> you got to stop to eat. What, you going to have a bag of chicken on your back? <laughs> <laughs> you got to shit, sleep. It's, oh, exactly. it's, it's food in the water. It's not food in the water, man. It is. You can fish. It's fish. You gonna eat the f- just like that? Just right there. Right. What kind of fish? <laughs> Nigga, it's no food in the no water. Eat nothing. Yeah, Nigga, these niggas on my damn no filet of salmon. You, you, <laughs> no. All you gotta do, look. You need a real strong fishing pole and a bag of blood. Shut up. Tell them to shut up. A bag of blood. So what about the the sharks that's gonna follow the blood? That's what I'm saying. You throw the blood in the water and you put the fishing line where the blood is. I thought the blood of Jesus. You don't catch a shark if it don't snatch you off that motherfucking. That's so how you gonna cook that I thought you were talking about niggas that game man. They niggas make soup. Oh the blood. You need your scuba blood. You need your blood. It's cold down here. Ain't no fish. Nah, ain't no fish, my nigga. Oh man, you need the blood. That's a lifeguard, so you can't drown. Okay, but anyway, all right. <laughs> Sixteen days, nigga. What was the last question I asked? So, how long have you been in business for yourself? Five years. Wow. With the food truck? Oh, just in general. Just in general. Oh my gosh, it's been like forever. Mm. I've always been on my hustle. Forever, ever. Yeah, forever, ever. Always. Like, was that preached to you and the family, like? I'm no, I mean you're going against the grain. Yeah, again. She was in nursing school, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're and a nurse as well. I've always, but let's not say like that. Like I was in nursing school, but I really didn't want to be in nursing school. That's what my mom wanted, and right. that's what my dad wanted. Yeah. I wanted to be like in fashion school, which I still did, but yeah. it wasn't where I was supposed to be. So the food found me. Damn. Right. That's really dope. That's gang bang. Yep. Definitely gonna call you like shot shot. <laughs> wow. Shot me at Depot, Are you married? Not yet. When you get married, is your husband going to be entitled to 50% of everything you make on the truck? Hell no. Ah, go ahead, yeah. Greg. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Hap- is he a- working on the truck? Are you really African? Yes. Because you know, in the African culture, women do what the men No, do. that's not true. Gee, that's, <laughs> I know. I'm going to Africa. No, no. But I mean, is he working what? on the truck? Do- Doji told me when this y'all talked about. Always done. Always done. Give me exile from my country. Like for real? Like no? Josie, what have you been no, telling no, them? But like, I, he told me that it's in the marriage no. vows. One choke no. out of years. <laughs> no. <laughs> That is not true. Okay. No. Yeah. 50%. That's a lot, too. <laughs> oh, one choke out of one year. One choke out of year. Come one on, dog. Can you so, negotiate that? Or is just that's what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, let me if, a, <laughs> if If you were in the wrong, like you were in the absolute wrong, mm-hmm. and your husband choked you out, but you knew you were in the wrong, would you stay with him? No. No, wait. That's a lie. <laughs> so, nigga, choke me. Choke me. If it's only a jab, I mean that's love. But no, no, absolutely not. It's only a setup. No fighting. Only couldn't breathe for a little bit. No fighting. No fighting. Okay. Physically, I mean, we can fight verbally. Hmm. But no choking. So you don't like. So what you're saying is you don't like to submit to men. No, no, no. I will be a very submissive wife now. I mean, prior to 
probably I want to say like four years ago. No, I didn't believe in submission. But now that I know, you know, well, I'm like. Did you find out? She was dating white dudes four years ago. No, I've never dated a white dude. I would never Next date a white dude. Right I don't there. want to date a white dude. Look, she looked at the camera like, no, like no, no. Oh, oh, that is not me. No, 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 no. That's not me. But What'd no, it's just. Oh, you heard him. You heard him. <laughs> I'm not. So, what made you four years ago? What made you feel like I need to start submitting? I think it's more so experience, right? And when you understand what submission is, before back then, for me, submission meant I had no rights or I had to like what you just said right now. Give him fifty percent of everything I own, and I don't want to do that, right. especially if he hasn't worked towards that with me. What would you, what, you give if he was deserving? I mean, if he was my business partner, yes, he can have 50% of it. But if he's not my business partner, then it's not his to have. So him just being your husband isn't good, good enough? Him just being, him being my husband, husband, he's him being my husband. He's not my business partner. But if my husband's my business partner, he has right to everything I have. So if you're married to a man, but your brother is your business partner, you don't think that that's out of order? How? My brother's my business partner. He's been helping me build this business for the past five years. What, so what how's if, that out of order? What if there comes a point where your brother it's your brother's word against your husband's word? Whose word is? When it comes to our business, I mean, like, there's a time and place for everything, right? So my husband shouldn't be overstepping their boundaries with everything. He's not my business partner. So let's just... Let's call it spoon a spoon a spade a spade. My husband cannot interfere with business matters. I just, we can have that conversation together when we're talking about things. But when I'm talking to my business partner, he has no say so whatsoever. But do you believe part of marriage is a business relationship? It is. So then he, in theory, is your business partner. So my business, my husband is my, he could probably be my chief advisor, but he's not my business partner. It's different. You have to think about, let's be realistic. In business right now, it's funny. Like right now, if I was to meet a man who becomes my partner, um, he's going to have to understand that I have a business partner, right? right? So if he has a say-so about my business, we can conversate about it. But he could never, ever overstep his boundaries and talk some type of way because he's protecting me to my business partner. Whether it's right or not, it's wrong. So wrong is wrong, right is right. So my husband cannot overstep. Like he can never just confront my business partner over something that we talked about. But you know how men are. You're going to want to protect your woman. But at the same time, business is business. If the man hasn't violated me in any type of way, you have no right. Because then you're undermining me. Real quick. So with that right there, let's say you're married. You got your business partner. So something happens Uh to where you're not not necessarily with your brother, because I don't want to do that. But let's say your your hair business. Right. So now you're doing that with somebody else. So your man sees that. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. Uh-huh. You talk. You you come to him about it, and it's like, okay, let's say it's one of those situations where you're dealing with another man. So now it's like, right. okay. I'm gonna go talk to this nigga. You don't want that? Hell no. Okay. Unless let, I. Let it's me. it's one thing if it say he steps to me and we're having because well in business I've learned so much. I've been in business financially where money's flowing and stuff transactions for ten years. Now if so I know there's always gonna be issues. Mm-hmm. The problem is how you resolve the issues, yeah, let me, right? Let, let me let me let me ask you this. So, because you said he is your business partner as a marriage, you're, you're admitting that it is, but he still, even though even though you're in business with like your friend, he can't 
go on. He, he can't have a say in that. That doesn't really make much sense to me, but I don't want to stay on that. So, <laughs> Let's really? say let's say your business okay. let's say your business with the shit. And mm-hmm. you've already made it clear to him he has no say in your business. He then leaves you. Do you go for alimony on him? No. So you don't you don't seek money? Seek money. I mean, we're saying this as if I don't have money or how is it gonna work? No, I'm saying no, no, let's be clear because business go to shit. Would you and obviously you have to you have to get a divorce and go through court. Do you seek alimony? Do you seek money, spousal support? If it's my right to, I'm if I'm in right to seek right. spousal support, I will seek spousal Why? support because I'm seeking it. it. It it has nothing to do with my business, does it? But but you're saying there's there's money being made as 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 a unit within right. you guys. But he can't touch. He he, he doesn't. He's not entitled to anything yeah, over I, here. I, I got but then you're saying I see what you're, you're saying. You're still entitled when you're angry. You're entitled to it. But he's not entitled to it when you guys are cordial. Because she okay. Doesn't want to, she doesn't want to submit completely. To no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, but that that's the interfering, right? We're talking as if it's it's it's. It's either you do it or not when you're married. When you're married, we all have different lives, right? right? So if I was to marry someone who has nothing to do with my business, like African Chop right now, if he has nothing, I've been building African Chop legally for five years. There we go. He has nothing to do with African Chop, but then he has opinions. Yes, he can give me opinions. But what I'm saying is not right is that he can't go and step to my business partner with those opinions especially if i don't even know like do you get what i'm saying especially if my business partner because what my business partner i are always going to have issues because that's what happens with business it's not perfect so you're saying basically that your husband would be off code if he overstepped the boundary uh of of business and got into and got in between you and your business partner he would be off code yeah, morally, yeah. that's not correct. No, right. what if your okay. business partner disrespected you? Though? Well, you said, now, that's different. That's, that's why I said, like, that's okay, in terms of protecting, if my business partner said he was going to put some hands on me. Not even that. He just called you out. Bitch, I'm going to fuck you bitch. up. This yeah. goof shit is not tasting like, like it's supposed I, to taste. I said, bitch, you are. Yeah, bitch, you ain't shit. Bitch, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, shit like that. This is just real derogatory shit. So it's like, well, That's different, though. So you don't but want then, to come and check No, him he can check him That's for that. But then he can't check my business partner when it comes to, like, disagreements. Like, I said, let's get a commercial kitchen. You said, let's stop lit. But it's pissing me off, so I'm telling my husband, like, oh, no, can you imagine that? that? No, no, so no, it has to be very defined. That's, yours, yeah. That's I'm, all I'm talking about disrespect. So, right. I'm talking about disagreement. So, so I'm, I'm still confused. If, if, if he wants to have a say in the business and you're saying you can't have any say, I'm going to... It's going to be you and your business partner's decision, right? So whether it fails or not, that's going to, you don't want, he's not a part of that situation. Mm-hmm. But yet, you, if, if you guys divorce and your business fails based off of your decision and your business partners, he's now responsible for, for covering a bill that you, he wasn't even allowed to even uh, be a part of. You don't think that's wrong? I see what you're saying, but Why still, I don't so, agree because think about it this so he way. So you take his money, but he can't be a part no, of No, no, but money. that's the thing. The only reason I'm objecting to what you're saying is because I'm not taking anybody's money. 
Spousal support's taking money. Okay, but that then that has nothing to do with my business. So are you saying that Correct. he shouldn't have the right to pay me spousal support because he had opinions about my business that I didn't agree with? No, what I'm saying is why not? If you broke up, leave him the fuck alone. Move on. What do you mean? It's it it's if there are other things, other aspect of the relationship when you're married. It's not just Correct. my business. So that's why because right. you're married, he should be a part of the So he should have Okay, so this is what I'm saying. You do have husbands like right now. I've been asked before. I went to a podcast and I was asked if I would sign a prenup. This podcast better than that one. <laughs> I know it is. It is. That's <laughs> why I didn't call the name. I ain't say no names. But I was asked if I would sign a prenup and I said, yes, it depends. On what? On the situation I'm getting Talk in. That shit. Like, What's the situation? Talk that shit. Wait, whether, it depends on if he has money or not. No. No. It's on how it's good just, the dick is. I just got to know how the... <laughs> if the dick is good enough, you'll sign it, right? <gasps> I mean, because <laughs> you ain't banging the bottom out the pussy. She's not signing the prenup. I'm just saying, Fuck though, <laughs> we we need to have boundaries with everything. Right. Not I'm if sorry, my husband is protecting me. That's different. But if my husband is just like, instead of me, because it's my business partner. Think about it. If you were only saying if, saying this from one way, if you have a business partner who every time you want to have a conversation, the husband is having a conversation with you, and he's not even your business partner. How does that feel? What would you do if your husband lost the fight to your business partner? Well, he lost the fight. He needs to would, learn how to fight. Would you still respect him? Would you leave him? I won't leave him, but I'm clowning him about it. So I'm saying he started the fight. I'm a fuck. I'm a fucking Zeke. What's his name? Your brother's name? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking Zeke. Ass up. Okay, because I told He's you to sell the Ezekiel. I told you you had to be home by 8 o'clock. It's 1130. I'm fucking Ezekiel up. He showed up to work. Nigga, pointing all on his forehead. Nigga, I told you my wife had to be. Nigga, I'm in. Your brother just slept him. It's over with. I'm going to just clown him about it. That's a uh, good woman. Yeah. She's she going to be like, uh, keep fucking with me. I'm going to call my brother back up here. Right. <laughs> most, women can't handle, most women can't handle seeing their man lose. Why? I think they feel like it makes them him lesser mm -hmm. or for some reason. No. Whether you're losing financially or like lo just losing in general, most women can't handle that. I think it depends on what aspect. Failure is a roadmap to success. A lot right. of people need to know that. Mm -hmm. You know, just because right. you fail doesn't mean that you're always going to be a loser. Right. It's just you have to be very, uh, you know, you have to watch when you fail at something. I failed at a lot of things. Right. I always tell people that. Like, I failed a lot right. to get to where I'm at, but it's because I paid attention to the things I was failing at. Right. Like, how do I get better? How do I, you know, I don't focus on the failing because that's what happens. Right. Like, my husband can't fight. He can't throw hands. He needs to go do something. Damn. Taekwondo or something. Facts. Don't throw like, you know, like, yeah. hands. <laughs> <laughs> the Black Panther like, has, has been streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. So I'll say, I, I, I love your, I like your stance on that. Right. And, uh, uh, because you you made it clear, hey, look, it's my shit. Say the fuck out. I'm with it. A okay. thousand percent. That's why I double down uh, to see. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. That's fucking true. That's crazy. That's you could be with a bitch ass nigga. I mean, I, I, <laughs> no, but hold on, hold on. But what if he's good at other things, though? I mean, we can't be like that. That's the problem of the world today. I mean, what if he's great at other things? What if he's if he's not a bitch ass nigga because he can't fight? That is a bitch ass. Maybe nigga. maybe I'm a. <laughs> well, no, because what if he's fighting but he just doesn't know he's how to not, do he it? He just doesn't loose. know that how. He's a bitch ass nigga. Uh, like, what's damn. more? No. Can I, can I, can I, go, what's more important than safety? <laughs> I mean, just because you can't fight doesn't make you. <laughs> 
a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. It just depends. Like, I know that we're saying this, right? I'm thinking about it like, who's he going to be fighting? But I've, I grew up in L.A. Right. So I you know, already know the business. Like on Weston yeah, and 68. So yeah. I know you have to know how to fight. But no. <laughs> so the culture is different. Like, <laughs> I was going to say that. But so I know that. But it's different though. Culture is different. But fighting is fighting. You never know even when it's going to happen. What would you do if you caught your husband wearing your panties? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Like I ran out of jaw. I had no other panties. I had no... I just had to put on. Some, I can't free ball at work, baby. I had to put on some panties. I mean, it's over. So you would stay with a nigga who got his ass whipped, but you wouldn't stay with a nigga if you caught him wearing your panties. Yes, I won't. That's backwards. That's not. Get out of here! Oh hell no! Greg, you want to wear panties? Hell no. I'm just, we just checking to see how solid you are. You hella solid. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we just grilling you. That's you know, that's how I like it goes. Oh my god, I can't. Smash that like button. Uh, we're gonna go to a quick commercial break when we yeah. get back more from Craig Facts. Yeah, for yeah. you bitch ass Listen. Really? The first four years just smacking in the mic. Smacking, 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 smacking. I'm being just niece ass over. We're back on. Just niece dick is a mom. We live. Yup. So, I, I, what is your name? How are you? I'm Amaka. I'm fine, thank you. Amaka, very nice to meet you. Same here. Are you are you are you a business owner as well? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Let's talk about it. What's what kind of business you own? I'm into the hairline. Okay. Yeah, oh, I make um, organic hair products from basically, it's all plant-based. Yeah. Yeah. So we cater to a lot of people with damaged hair, dandruff, people that have like their hairlines reaching, <laughs> you know. Just three products. We have the length butter. So the length butter caters to people with like damaged and brittle hair, and um, the dandruff eggs for <coughs> people with dry scalp and dandruff. You know, then the edges are for people like you. Right, right. But the beauty of my brand is not just the products. You know, so we also make sure that our clients who buy the products are well taken care of. Like. We help you create a lifestyle that fits your hair because most people don't know how to take care of their hair. You know, oh, so, wow. Yeah. So they buy the product and just dump it somewhere. But we are right. there to make sure that you are actually doing the right things because it's not just about the product. It's about the lifestyle. Like you see how it's almost summer and people are walking out. Right, you know? right. So you actually need to do the right things that could help your hair grow, like eating the right food and, you know, just proper diet and all of that. So what kind of food could I eat for my hairline? <laughs> just good food. <laughs> good food. She'll take care of you. <laughs> she put it off on her. <laughs> I can't do that with that bullshit. Get that zebra burger. Get that zebra burger. 
right back. Putting that sausage <laughs> grease on your head. So let's get to the meat and potatoes. If you got married, <laughs> would you give 50% of your business to your husband? No, I won't, except he's a business partner. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. So you would make him a business partner? I don't mind. Okay. As long as he brings something to the table and not just answering the business partner for the sake of answering it. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So is good advice strong enough to be? Um, without being a business partner, you could give me good advice. Like, I expect you to give me good advice as my partner. You don't have to have anything to do with my business to give me good advice. That's bullshit. Wow. You don't think it's manly to make more money than your husband? No. Really? Wow. Go ahead. I mean, they're answering a very tough question. Ain't no hesitation yeah, in like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a question though. Like, so switch it around. So let's say uh, your husband is is the the businessman, and he's mm-hmm. the one that's making the most money. Do you think it's imperative when you guys split that he leaves you with something? That's a good question. So, (laughs) the truth is, I really don't care. So, if I'm going to get married to someone, I'm not going to marry them because of what they have, like material stuff. Do you make me happy? Yeah. As long as you make me happy and I'm at peace with you, I don't, I'm not going to be broke. So, I don't care, like, if you leave me anything, you could leave stuff for your kids if you want to. You know, but for me, I'm good. So when we go to Nigeria? (laughs) (laughs) December, nigga, let's go. (laughs) Told you. So you're you're okay with marrying a stay-at-home dad? No, I'm not. Your family would disown you. (laughs) <laughs> so it's not just about my family it's not just about my family so you see when women nag a lot it's because they are jobless they have too much time on their hands so imagine, say it again imagine a man who is so men are usually very very um what's the word busy very um no not busy very protective very, very protective. Okay. Um, possessive. Yes. So imagine a man who is a man and he doesn't have a job. And then you wake up every morning as a woman and you have to go out. You're in trouble. Yeah. Right. You're in trouble. No peace in that home. Well, except for a man who. Well, I know that some men will do that, but. Yeah. There are exceptions to yeah, the exceptions. I know a nigga very, right now. Hold on. There are very few of them. I know a nigga right now that'll that be. He'd be See, drawing your bath. He'd be happy you. He'd be having your food. In my country, no. Oh yeah, we were, them niggas rubbing feet. Yeah, in the, in the country where I come they arguing from, with their mama. See men who agree to be stay-at-home dads. Oh shit! Doesn't happen. Hardly. Even if it happens, they're very few. It's not by choice. It's not by choice, exactly. Wow. Ah, that's crazy. I don't know any stay-at-home dads. I know a few. I, know I, mean, a that, that, I mean, by choice, other than like just can't get a job. job. Yeah. I don't know any that that just say, "Hey, I'm fucking busy." Yeah, right. There is a amount. There is an amount of money that someone can make where it's almost stupid if the spouse works. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm Serena's yeah. husband, it's like they, they, well, that nigga always crazy. crazy. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because she married the white. Damn near a billion. You know what I'm saying? He was he got more money than like husband as well. No, I'm just using an example of like a very successful woman. Like if a woman makes over fifty k a month, there's really no reason for her husband to be working. Um, why? If she makes over 50K a month, every month, consistently for years, there's really no reason for my spouse. If I'm making it or my woman is making it, there's really no reason for me to be, you know what I'm saying? I could be doing other things for us. Other to, things like? I could be figuring out how we can invest money. I mean, you could do that I while walking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He has to work. I'm sorry. He has what, to work. What's the big deal about working? For? What do you mean what's the big deal? It's just basic fundamentals. Wait, do you mean he has to work. So, 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 He's a man. You talking about having to get up and go to 9 to 5 or he can actually no, have his own business? No, he doesn't have to have an... I'm against 9 to 5. So if we can find you... I always say I could oh, be yeah. with a, a janitor. It doesn't matter. He just has to have the ambitious... The ambition and the drive. You don't have to match my hustle, but right. you have to match my energy. So if he he's not on a nine to five, he has to find something he's good at. What's his skill? What what amount of money? What's the smallest amount of money where you would be like, okay, he doesn't have to have a regular job, but he could. It's not. It's just an actor in L.A. It's not about the money. He has to be working on something. Like he has to literally find something to do so he it's not really about the money aspect of things no what i'm right. saying is for you what's the, what's smallest the small amount, amount you would have to be making in order to allow your spouse your husband to be an actor or do something where it's more of a risk than just having an everyday nine to five job three thousand <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, let me let me just uh, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep throwing a number out. That, I mean that ain't no money. I know I was making that in junior high. What I'm saying is I'm gonna keep throwing a number out and you got when I land on a number, you gotta be okay, that's the number. Five thousand. Nope. Um, we're talking about a month. Five thousand a month. No. Nope. Six sixty-five hundred. I think it's in the double digits. I think you, 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 you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm climbing the ladder. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're talking about after taxes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so six thousand after taxes is like nine, ten grand a month. Right? Yeah. Like, what that nigga get that sixty-five? Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's not like your rent is already half of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so after taxes, nine thousand after taxes. We're, no, we're at thirteen, fourteen thousand a month before taxes. Come on, nigga, gonna stay home. I'm sorry, like, you gotta work. After taxes, that's a, that's fifteen thousand after taxes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's not just go to work. That's a million. Just go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm not oh, getting up and go to work if you get fifteen thousand after taxes. I'm not going nowhere. Really? But I can work from home. Okay. I can I can, I can run a successful business from home. Okay, that's fine. Right. So well, that's what we're talking well, about. Our problem is you have to be working. Don't keep that hidden. Let us know that he's at home and he's working. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, he can be at home. Right. I'm just saying you have to be doing something. So is it, so is it number fifteen where it's a no brainer? 
If I'm making fifteen thousand a month after taxes, after taxes, which is normal. I mean, if you have a business, if you're running, yeah, a yeah, business, that's not right? a lot of money. Yeah, that's yeah. it's just whatever. But yeah, he has to. If he's staying at home and has a job, yes. Fifteen? Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah, he has good. to have something. <laughs> good dick and fifteen. I got to talk about six and good dick. That's what I got. <laughs> I got you make it six. I got a good dick. Why you look like I can do it? There's cameras everywhere. I can see your eyes. I got six. Look, she done had some trash dick. She done had some trash dick. I know she had. Do I have to pay for everything? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said do you have to pay for everything? Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Just until he gets the business up and going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, the business he's trying to run is not up and going yet? No. No, but you make it 15, so I'm about to get it going. No. He want to open a baseball card shop. No, no, no. He, he needs to get a job. He I needs got to three million square berries. I got, I got a Babe roof. It's all over. <laughs> I got a Babe roof working car. It's all over. He needs to get a I got a Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton. Are we balling? Hey. King Griffey rookie car. Bo <laughs> Jackson with the shoulder pads in the back car. Remember that car? He <laughs> was here playing baseball. Yeah. So you say? Are you so? You said good dick ain't enough. No, it's not. So, so you get? So you get? No, because every woman is. I know why. I know why her energy is like that because every woman has given pussy to a supervisor and it didn't work out. <laughs> and then like... It's got to be good dick. It's got to be worth it. It's like waiting on a PS5. You know what I mean? You got to get in where you fit in. Yeah, yeah. You should get it 4K. Okay, so... Um, Question. So you do beauty, right? Mm -hmm. Do you do skin bleaching for customers? No, I do just hair. Okay. Have you ever had people ask for that? Um, no. Okay. Never. That's good because that's a that's a I hear that's a very common thing in the community, African. Oh community. yeah, yeah it is. stupid shit. It is. It's it weird is. as hell. That's sad. That's, that's crazy. crazy as yeah, sad. I don't like that. That's uh, white supremacy. Have you? Do you know anybody that's done that? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot. We all do. How is some ugly light skin motherfucker? You see them. You see them like it's some ugly light skin. They, like it's just the face be be white. Like, they got dark ass hands. The fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Like nigga, I, <laughs> sis, I know what niggas you look like. Me and Craig, nigga, my hands Craig face. The contrast is the contrast is crazy. Tell me I'm lying. Really? Some of them look like no, you're not, some of them uh, look like, like this, like white you're face. Like, yeah. Some of them look this, look this like this, that crazy. Like, hold on, like you think you're fooling somebody? It's, it's the like, men, though. Most men, I mean, correct me if we're wrong. It's I think sometimes too. It's 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 a self esteem, but then it's mostly what it's appealing. We talk about it here in America. Mm -hmm. Oh, the light skin. They always choose the light skin girl over there. It's everywhere in the world. That shit like so, it's not just here. You even have Asian people bleaching. The only difference is no it's karate. hard to tell. They kicking nigga in my butt. Like nowadays, 
It's popular for it's popular for Asians to get their eye surgery to to get yeah, the little eyelid. to get to get their eyelids rounded off so they look more like Craig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we're rolling. We're fine now. We're fine. Fuck you, baby. Wow. That's crazy. But so it's everywhere. That's that's. But honestly, like I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and kill a misnomer. Black men don't really like. Like light skin, then we we were I, personally the people I know they were all shades and type of black women. Yeah. Like it's just not it's like I don't see I know that it was shown to a lot of people, right. but in the real black community is black men I sit around and know dark skin, uh, light skin, uh, dark brown, <laughs> peanut butter. Oh man! It don't matter. Long, so, hey, long as, so this is what if I you think like as chocolate long cake. As when we close the is, door and get in the bed, I can hear this. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Shiplap, 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 shiplap. That's down and up. That's down and up. But yeah, man. So I just wanted to say that because I I hear what you're saying. That's being pushed. But it's a lot of men who we that don't matter. Yeah, the skin. Maybe here in America, but in my country, light skinned girls are more appealing. Yeah. What they country? find them I'm from Nigeria. Nigeria. They find them more attractive. That's why when you go to Lagos you see that eighty percent of the girls are light skinned. Yeah. Wow. Because of, that's what the men like. Mm. Yeah. So you have to be like really, really confident. You're light skinned. Well, I was born light skinned. But my sister, she's dark skinned. Yeah. You know, but you have to be really, really confident to be, to maintain your skin color as a dark person. Right. So I worked in an industry where we had the same issue. So you see a dark skinned girl who is a brilliant actor, and then there's a light skinned girl who is just attractive. Right. They'll give the role to the light skinned girl. Mm. So you see that a lot of people are bleaching their skin, even the men. Right. Yeah. Even niggas is doing yes. this? Yes. Oh. Yes. There's a lot. Yeah, of a lot. Sammy Sosa. A lot. Yeah, yeah Sammy Sosa. That's Sammy, nigga. Sammy is wild. That's sad that. shit right there to do that. That's about, but you know what? Like, I think it's, that's white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, bro, like, I don't want no, like, I mean, I'm, I'm just, it doesn't matter to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I'm just not looking at that. The, the first thing I see is your skin color. I don't, yeah. I mean, like, I've seen the most beautiful, like, dark-skinned women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've seen beautiful, light-skinned women. But mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with their shade of their skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Their, their, their features, how they look, what I like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so that's just, I think that's shallow and it's, it's white supremacy at its finest. Is like you know what I'm saying, the, like the doll shit with the right. you know, some little black right. girls. And, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, dealing with the black and white dolls. So that shit is trash. How how do you deal with being dark skinned with pink gums? Ah, <laughs> I'm attractive though. Hold on, let's get ahead and get to it. Let's get to it, uh, buddy love, <laughs> buddy love. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 I got it when I was younger, though. The Dark Vader. I got all the black really? jokes, nigga. Oh, you got that too? All of that shit. But, nigga, when I got 18, 19, nigga, when we got into college, it was yeah. different. Yeah, when yeah. It was very different. It was very different. I, I looked at different than light skin niggas. 
who kept looking. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're talking on agony and shit. It got worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got worse. I got better. You yeah, it's, it's like out here, it's like we played a, when we was kids, it was all jokes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's one of the things like we, like, like it, that was a thing closer to the 1800s and the 1900s. Yeah. But that shit, that, that shit died with W.E.B. Du Bois. Definitely. With us, because we just like at, like at the end of the day, look, these motherfuckers are treating us all the same. Right. Like, because in, in my family, yeah. like, I got a whole my my, my, my mom is super light skinned, right? To the point to where her boss thought she was white. That's why she got the job. Right. And my brother's Duncan's color. So, and then my dad and my dad is like my dad literally orange. He's he's red skin. He has red. My dad's sixty nine years old. Still has red hair. Hey, don't be making you me know, Don't be making me the template for black ass <laughs> niggas. <laughs> My brother's dark. <laughs> no, 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 y'all got the same skin tone. Almost dark. <laughs> a little bit. Almost Y'all got the same skin tone. Where the dark skins, huh? You think the gang died and did the light thing? What does he think he look like? I'm dark. I'm dark. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Your family is like mine. Your family is like that too, light, dark. We don't. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got a couple light skinned sisters. I got a couple light skinned brothers. We didn't play that shit. My mom like, my, and my sisters like long hair. We used to call her Pocahontas. She look like an Indian, mm-hmm. but we didn't play that shit in our no, house, not man. Elizabeth Warren, huh? No, <laughs> no, not Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> no, my family is like man. my family is like that too. I didn't, I didn't hear no shit like that until yeah, I started going out into the world. Yeah, yeah. motherfuckers thought because you was light, you was soft. I was like, nigga, you know who my daddy is? Man, man like nigga, you get out. You die around here. You think I'm such real Smitty ain't playing no games. For you guys, so someone said. Um, dark-skinned women are more aggressive and are more masculine. Who said what? that? What you, someone, yeah, yeah. Someone, yeah, that person, that, yeah, like, that, that guy, <laughs> that person, that person's an idiot, but, but, but that, that, that's also the same type of person who has a, a private Instagram, mm-hmm. no, never been around a woman, never. he's just, yeah. he's, he's, he's just that weird dude, like, you can tell how men act around women, yeah. like, he's the guy that he would just... So they don't pay. You don't pay more. Yeah, realize because there's always gonna be idiots, right? Mm-hmm. That's an idiot. That's the kind of person that eat ice cream and jack off the porn at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, People that do shit like that. Take a bath and not and not get his lower half wet. Man. That's kind of But to be truthful, like down south. And like especially like in the in the Potomac region, uh, in, on in, in DMV area, you do have pockets where they still practice some, some of that stuff. Some of these people don't know what DMV means. Do, uh, 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 D- the Delaware, D- Maryland, Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. DC. Yeah, and, and then in the South, there there are pockets where they they sort of still kind of practice that. But for the most part, the other eighty percent of us see that shit is corny. It's as corny hell. as shit. That shit corny in the motherfucker. Oh, corny. I can pound a pussy just like a dark nigga. I'm telling you. <laughs> if you don't, don't believe that. me, inbox me. <laughs> I'll show you. I said, man, don't show me. I said, man, no, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to the Paul. He looked at me. I don't think I was shine and come to this nigga and say, Paul. So when you, when you do hairline, do you guys stitch it or how does it work? Or are you just saying you eat something and hair grows? I'm trying to understand. Look, this nigga want to know. I mean, Craig is definitely into it. Like, like a mother. Yeah. <laughs> like, so do you. Like you, I'm. I guess you have like a cream or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I have a cream. But you guys like, do you guys stitch hair into? No, the- I don't do that. So what I do is, I sell my products and then I tell my clients how to use them, and then tell them what to do to prevent whatever issue yeah. they're having. Mm. You know, and then like I said, like your dad also helps. Even working out helps your hair. 
Okay, yeah. I'm doing a lot of that. My, I mean, I'm, I'm so thinking I'm seeing some ha something happening. <laughs> Just basically eating clean. <laughs> So what food should I eat consistently? Just eat clean. Like my sister here will help you. Yeah, like okay, that's a thing too, right? Because most of the time when um, Africans come to the truck, which we, you know, I have to tell them it's like we know about the food, which is why we started the food truck is because we don't always eat healthy we just think that because we cook african food that's always healthy but it's not Fucking that's not myth. true like that's a myth. <laughs> terrible myth. right so um like the jollof rice we make it slaps but if i told most of the africans that i don't put beef broth in it they won't believe it but i don't put beef broth in it everything that we use to make our rice is all fresh herbs like you know bell peppers even the thyme is fresh you know, every herb that is in that food is fresh. It's there's no we don't use no canned products or anything. Even the um, the seasoning that we use, no added MSG. African food can be very healthy right. because that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like you eat the most healthy food in the village. Exactly, I was gonna yeah. say. That. Right, yeah, you right. eat in the village fact. because they don't have no added MSG. They don't have nothing, and sometimes they don't they don't want to eat meat every day. That's a luxury. Right. Right? Let, me, let me just add this because. I just want to say, you two are on point. And y'all are about your business. Like, yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah, heavy. Y'all about, about your business. You're about, you're, you guys are about, you're about your money. Let me, I want to ask you this. Why y'all don't think y'all black? Hmm? I mean, what was the it, why, why don't we don't think, think we're black? black? We are black. All black you people. Tell these niggas. They don't believe. Go ahead. I'm so black. But hold on. It's, there is... There's a misconception, right? And Hold I on. and I know where you're going. She about to fuck. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know where you're going with that. And lip quiver, like, you're it talking too much. <laughs> it takes it takes an African who was either born here or grew up here to understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Because, mm. And, but then you have to understand that. I mean, I'm just I'm not gonna plead the feet, but I'm just saying it's a white man's problem. He created that problem for us. But then still, we have to educate ourselves. So I know what you're talking about. Because I even hear you're saying, why don't we? I've also heard African-Americans that were born in America say they're not African. And I'm like, that's backward as hell. We're all African. Yeah. So it's like, there's that um, dialogue that we need to have and educate our people to understand what it is. I know what it is when a brother says that I was pulled over and stuff because I have brothers that grew up here mm. and that would talk to the police, not like an African who just came when he was 25 would talk to the police. What would your parents do if you brought a, a, a foundational, regular black man home? Nothing. My parents don't care. I mean, just like we grew up here, they grew up here. They know. Like, we had... You know, people who, you know, banged and stuff, they know that right. because they've been around the culture. This nigga cutting heads off from the, <laughs> from the 50s. <laughs> this nigga sacrificed the whole Jesus Christ. Hold on, hold on. going to stop this nonsense. <laughs> sacrificed the blood sacrifice. Off, we out of here. I'm fucking with you. Okay, so, okay. So your parents don't have any so problem. I'm sorry. Your parents don't have any problem with you marrying a, a black man from America. No. What about no. Nigerians are a little uh, kind of strict with that. Okay, though. so my family know because my uncle actually got married to a white woman. Oh, yeah. don't you know so, about 
I just met her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Doge is supposed to know every Nigerian. Doge is supposed to know every Nigerian. Just because that Nigerian knows. Yeah. You know what this is what I do, man. Right. What about you doing? We don't care about any of that as long as you're happy and there's peace and right. What if you brought a white man home? Because your uncle conquered a Caucasian woman. We can see you. But if if you brought, I want no, I no. I love my brother. Uh, like, I don't want to die. We don't hear that. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll hear that. No, I, I wouldn't. Really? The women I, I are. Talk the more. women. Uh, you, can, you can tell me if I'm, I'm telling the truth. The women are more inclined to stay within the race than the men do. The men, I we, think, we don't yes, yes, that's yes. actually the men true. The men are the That's true. Damn. 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 That's true. Because, no, that's true. Men are traitors. Like, especially, for the most part, except probably They are, because they will talk, they'll be so mad that you were, you're talking to a white man, but they will marry a white woman. Facts. But it's so, different. So, no, no, it's not. It's no. different. No, it's not. There's this, no there's this post I read on Instagram. Like, <laughs> there's maybe an exception. And this guy was like, if you haven't dated a white woman, you haven't dated anybody before. Huh? I'm like, what is this? And he's a black, black Nigerian man. What is he saying? Some of them niggas be stupid. I, don't know I mean, white pussy is, used to be good. Used to I be mean, good. Used we to have those black. I never had it. When the, when the Wonder Years went off. When the Wonder saying? Years went off. <laughs> Every nigga wanted Winnie, nigga. When Winnie, it went off. And it's a But see, they both had black African features. That man was an idiot. Yeah. He was a certified idiot. But the reason that it's different. It's not because white women are better. Like, I don't date white women. I don't want you to think I'm defending. What is it, revenge? No. Okay. Do you guys know who Dr. Francis Chris? Man, don't throw her name in there. Wesleyan? Wellsing. Wellsing. Okay. There's no L in the E. So she says, it's called, it's, it's, the reason that white people hate it so much is because of, it's a thing called the white genetic survival theory. Because they aren't breeding at a high enough rate they fear that we can, you know, well, annihilate them through genetic annihilation, through breeding. So when a black man dates a white woman, he is a soldier in the war against racist Caucasians. Cause, Caucasians, because every baby that comes out of that white lady's vagina is now one of us. You feel me? That's the only way we can do it. Wait, we have that. to. You, even the ones that's not with him? Say it again. Even the ones. Now, let's say this black man leaves this white lady, right? Huh? And she still has kids with another white man. Those babies with that white no, man? No, no, so? those babies. Okay. Only just, ones that come from the sure. black man. You said every baby. Bloodline is cut off right at that point. So, 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 so that's what that is about. It's not that he doesn't love his race. God sent him to... <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way we can win this war against white supremacy. Yeah, yeah. One way. But when, One way. But when you do it, it's wrong. Wow. Same baby. Because Same that, mixed baby. that baby is going to be reared by a Caucasian male who was raised to hate niggas and only fucking a black woman because it's a fetish. 
stories. <laughs> I don't. I don't I agree, agree with it. Yeah. I think it's I it's, it's the same thing. It shouldn't be mm. any different. Yeah, you had a whole story. Thank you. But. It just no. Let me, let me ask you this. Because you said uh, black men who don't date black women are, are traitors. Right. Agree. <laughs> do, do you believe you can be pro-black while with a white woman? Like if somebody got up preaching, we need to do this as a people, we need to do all this, and then they show the person next to them as a white lady. Your wife is, can is you white. Be, I mean, I have that in my family, and I do know someone like that, and he's very... Is it cool. hilarious when they when they speak on <laughs> pro-black things? No, it's not hilarious. Is the message diluted because they're not with a black woman? Yeah, it's questionable, especially if their partner doesn't fully like understand... <laughs> You know our struggles. Like you know, can they fully understand? No, they would never fully never. understand. Thank you. All never. you got, all they got to do is make her leave the room every time they start talking about black shit. Right. <laughs> but my thing is, they shouldn't have a say. So they should never even have an objection. They should yeah, never, agree. you know. I don't care if they feel any type of way. They should never have something to say. They should never. But yeah, that's the only way. They yeah, and they can never say nothing. Nothing but yes. Like I, right, right, I see right. that happening all the time because you have a black baby. You have people saying the N word, and I'm just like, why? I'm sorry, you can't say it. Let me ask you this, because I, 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 hold on, let me, let me ask you this, because um, we had an episode, and I, I miss it, but my voice is gone, blah blah blah. Anyway, doesn't doesn't matter. We had a gentleman say a bunch of cap shit when I wasn't here, and he only got away with it because I wasn't here to check Fuck him. Out of here. And what these two gentlemen said is that a white woman is black if they, if they fuck no, a black guy. That I'm so happy. That's not what we said. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey. But, but that's what I heard. That's not what I said. What y'all say? So can you, can you He's repeat? never pimped. Can you repeat? He's no, no, never no. had a, a white woman be subject to yeah. his will. Can, can you? Hey. So... Bitch, if I say fetch, fetch my slippers and shut the fuck up and you do it, you're whatever I say you are. Do you believe a white woman is now black because she had sex with a black man? A, never, That's not a white the woman would no. never be black even if she slept with all the black men in the world. I could give to There's only three people she on needs the earth. She's a white There's woman. White, it's a two-part question. Non-white and two, white supremacist. Okay, so two-part no. question. No, that's, what I, that's the premise I operate on. So, so hear me out, Craig. Hear me out. You're joking, right? So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear, hear me out, and I'm asking you, Don. Is right. is a is a white woman black mm-hmm. if she sits with a black guy? No, that's not. No, the question. That's, not, that's not. That's not. That's not the question. Saying. Hold on. What's the definition of conquer? A person who conquers a place, a conqueror, is a person who conquers a place or a people. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How do you conquer somebody? You take their mind. Yes, sir. You don't change their skin color. If I, if Japan conquers America, they can't change us all to Japanese. They can't. They, they can't they do can't, it, right? They we can. could be that so could be our how, nationality. How does, so how does so how this one change to oh, a black? Because black, black is black, in my Thank definition, you, is not a real thing. It's not. It's an empty statement. Doctor Clark said, "Doc got this from Doctor Clark." Where is black? I know where Italy is on the map. I know where Nigeria is on the map. But what country? What language? What people are tied to black? It's not a nationality. It's not a nationality. It's not a real thing. There's no value to it. It's cultural, and it's a, and it's a counterculture thing. So we created something. We made something out of nothing, and that's culture. But our identity is not tied anything to anything to make it real. It's just our own personal belief in each other. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. There, there's no disagreement there. Again. Beautiful definition. Let's talk about what the fuck you said. The caption. Because 
Let's just, I only want to speak on the words that were used. You're out of context. Not, not okay. So say, context. no. Can you just repeat the words you said? And what that we were saying. You. No, we're no we're don't saying. say we, nigga. You. Yeah. No. What, 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 no, I'm talking about me. This nigga. Okay. Shut up, right, Catfish right. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. That nigga said No, what I'm what I'm being is I'm being what we were doing. We, we, we were say what you said. We were comparing. We were, what we were doing was. Giving black men all the props we can. Say what you said. So when that happens, Why you say it? now when that happens, we have been trained to be like a black man can't do that. Just say so what when you I'm say. saying it, no, I said that once a black man has dominated a white woman's mind, she is now a weapon for black supremacy. Period. 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 I don't care what you talking. No, no, no. That's not, that's Any not woman. That's what I used to say. talking about. No, no, it wasn't communicated clearly then. No, because that's exactly what I was saying. And that, and we, it wasn't said it wasn't communicated. That wasn't communicated clearly. I, I was using the word conquer though. And we wouldn't get the net. I doubled yeah, down. Yeah. I said so. So that be, that makes her a white woman. <laughs> Uh, that makes her a black woman. Y'all yes. said yes. We were saying that makes her a tool. Y'all right. No, no. It's a whole tape of yes. this. You conquer. It, well, I said, when you conquer her mind, I didn't say nothing about fucking. That's what I'm saying, bro. I asked. What you said. Why do you simplify something that can't be simplified? But you agreed. You said yes. No, no. I was just saying no. For the layman. For the layman. Why do you think black? Why do you think pimps target white women? I don't know that pimps just talking about me. I That's don't know that. Mo, nigga, in the pimping, uh, the <clears throat> saying is, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Gotcha. Historically, because all the red light districts were in black neighborhoods, and that's why white people got the name Honky. Well, I pimped before, and I didn't live in no red light district. I before, and I didn't live in no red light district. Okay? And the reason that niggas go after white women is because they come from a culture where women will submit easier to a man that is providing yeah. in our culture generally women are going to buck up and fight more because black women are general general generally a little bit stronger mm -hmm. you, you understand what i'm saying so it's easier in that game to subjugate a white woman to your will because as long as you break her down and then build her back up and then provide her all the things that she, you convince her that she's missing, she's going to do as you say. Okay. She's not going to be looking at you and comparing you to what this white dude or somebody else can do for her because her accepting you as her leader, she's already basically said, fuck everything else. I'm dedicating my entire life to you. And pimping, I'm just talking about pimping, it's very difficult to get a woman of another, specifically a black woman, of another race to do that because they don't necessarily believe that you're capable of leading them because they understand that we live under white supremacy. They understand that you answer to a white man. So they have a subconscious uh, uh, breaking, like, you know, they're kind of apprehensive and they'll fight you because they really don't believe what you're saying because, nigga, they grew up with you. They know you ain't shit. They know your daddy wasn't there and that you didn't have shit growing up. Why should I listen? To we... Nigga, I know you, nigga. But a white chick, you can break, you can break her down, and they'll follow. You feel what I'm saying? So if you if you break a, a white woman's mind with pimping, in my opinion, she is what I tell her she is. But here, the thing I say about that, that's all I'm saying. We were we were having this conversation the other day. You agreed. You said yes, she is. No, I'm talking about the mentality. When you listen, listen, listen. When we're doing, we're speaking on specific things. Let's do it. I'm not saying her skin color changed. So I specifically asked a direct question. And you no, said no, no, no. Okay, but, but her mentality has changed to a black woman. Now I'm saying whatever I think, 
she thinks. Exactly. I don't give a fuck what she came from, nigga. Hey, but that listen, let's, every hey, day. Hey, let's, <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Let's, let's, what let's, let's what are you niggas talking about? Have you ever said the bitch before? Have you ever said the bitch before? I have a question. So, would she ever understand? I don't give a fuck what well, she so, understands. Okay, hold on. If you say she's black, so how black can she be? No, she's going to be as black as I am. I tell her to be. Right. If I tell her I have to stand on the corner with a daishiki and a fake fro and, and do whatever and I tell her to do, she she gonna gonna be, oh, she's going to do it. That hey, still hey. doesn't make her black. I don't know. So, I'm not trying to make are, her black. It's symbolism. We're dealing with symbolism here. Hey, let me just bring this in. I've been quiet this whole time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've been... I've been quiet this whole time. Look, I want to come down to it. Is this when it comes like we, we kind of like when it comes to pimping? It's two percent of niggas out there pimping. You got niggas in this chat room that jack off the Pornhub thinking they that's do. pimping. They do. <laughs> you, no, 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 hold on. Because right, no, 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 we all remember conversations happen on different levels. So I'm I'm not gonna let that part go by about what is black because what is white is a, is a guaranteed system of benefits. So if there's something that guarantees the benefits because of the skin tone, that means the opposite is true too. In the context of the society you live in, you can believe whatever the fuck you want, but the people who control the water, the power, and everything else say you're black. So you better operate in that context. What? So, but I'm, I'm just saying this. I feel you on the pimp game part, I, and I don't disagree with you nothing on that pimp game part. All I'm saying is 2% of niggas is pimps. The rest of these motherfuckers is just fucking a white bitch. Right. And most of them, and most, most niggas, okay, my observation, mm-hmm. as a nigga that done been, that was in college for six years, most of them niggas that fuck white women, them is the ones getting conquered. Niggas lose their fucking mind when they get, I'm talking about seven out of ten. Yes, I agree. I'm not talking about the pimp. I'm talking about seven out of ten niggas that fuck white girls. They lose their goddamn mind. Okay, here's the thing. I, I, I can agree with that. I don't know if it's that high, but I definitely think what Deron, DeJuan is saying is correct. But nowadays, the trend more is Hispanic. Niggas are dating more Mexican and Hispanic women than than white women Forms? and foreign well, so yeah, that I that's mean, I mean that's just that's more common yeah. like I don't know too many niggas that mess with white girl most niggas are fucking Spanish women or black women I think it's it's more of oh. just go ahead go ahead, go ahead. also mm-hmm. we talked about earlier and this is my big bro I've learned a lot of game from him we talked about white supremacy and how there's three categories white non-white and the white supremacists mm-hmm. the white supremacists when you say that the person who's telling you you're black is in control, that is correct. I think you said a variation of that. The person who tells you you're black, right? That's what the people control of the resources tell you what color you are. That's a white that's that's a white person and that's a person that is participating in white supremacy. Whenever somebody can label you and identify you and then get you to accept the coding of that identification. So when you say black, whatever their definition of black is, that's who you are. So I'm not questioning skin color when I say that I'm not I'm not black or black is is an artificial statement. What I'm saying is we need to question the codifying. We need to question the definition of of what was given to us. I can't just say I'm black if that statement didn't start with us. Because now I'm accepting a whole definition, a whole spirituality. I mean, we, we already have trouble with the language. The language fucks up our ability to process information and get along with people because it's flawed. So now I'm accepting the language and now I have to accept the identity. And I feel like that's where we're flawed as black people in this country. That's why I always say black is a labor classification. It's not who I am. It's what I do. Who I am is what I contribute to our community. 
The work I put in for them, that doesn't count. The work that I put in for us, that's my identity. So I can't, I have to separate those two things or I'm never who I want to be. I'm who they think I am. And that's why it's important to understand that the mind is more important than the skin color when you're calling yourself black. Don't think because you're walking around here hotepping and you got dreads and you're doing all this other fashionable bullshit yeah, right. that that means <laughs> that you can all, be. They're white niggas. They're white dudes with dreads now. Right. It's white niggas doing reggae. It's white niggas doing everything that niggas do. Man, I know white niggas that here, know more about Egypt and Kemet about than any black niggas in here. Here's what I said. Here, here's what I said to that. Look, you gotta you gotta talk about it on, on, on context. In context, context is everything. It is. Black is your geopolitical position. It's right. not who you are. When it comes to words, please explain re, re, the geopolitical because people ge don't understand that. Politically, we are classified, and when it comes to racial racial classifications in this country, you have white. Do you have uh, white Hispanic? White Arab, you have different classifications of ethnicity, ethnicities within white. Mm -hmm. You have black, you have Asian. These are people that, that, that that's, what, that's how you classify. That's when it comes down to how the money's distributed, because at the end of the day, money's fiat, it's fake too. Just like, just like you quote unquote racial classification. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's what runs this society. So you have to talk about it from a political position. Politically, we're black. When it comes to who you are as a person, you, every black person on this earth has the power to define that. Every human being on earth, because words are just symbols. And if you think, if, and this for people out there listening, now I'm putting on my college shit on y'all asses. Go ahead and read Grudenhorst when it comes down to communication and what communication is. Every word that's ever written, ever created is a symbol. What is a symbol? A symbol is a, uh, is a figure that has whatever meaning the person saying it assigns to it. If I call you an orange, you ain't going to feel nothing because you know you ain't no goddamn orange. Right. If I call you a nigga, you only gonna feel bad if a white person calls you that if you believe it. Right. So what it comes down to is every human has the power to define whatever words come with them at. So when I say I'm black, hell yeah, I'm black. Because when I think black, I think George Washington Carver. I think motherfucking Booker T. Washington. Uh -huh. I think all the dope shit black people invented. I think the first civilizations. I think the first governments. So we call me black. I'm proud of that shit. Yeah. What did they call we're themselves? Not, we're not, but we're not saying that. What, I'm, what, what me yeah, and Greg were basically saying is what we're doing is we're flipping racism on his head. So we had a, a conversation last last week about uh, white black women not thinking they're part of the black race. They're a separate entity from us, right? That we were talking mm -hmm. about. So black women not identifying as black. Right. They identifying as just black, black women. women. They're not black. So if I'm saying we had a conversation about that. So we had a conversation about White supremacy being the cause of that. Tiffany Haddish being put up on a pedestal like for something that black men has done before, right? right? So we talked about that. So white supremacy uses that as a tool against us. They they will do that. They don't they don't care about taking our women and pointing them against us. So when we do it though, when we do it back to them, we shouldn't get no get back because this is war. Ain't nothing, ain't no, ain't no rules in this shit right no. now. Ain't no, oh, that's not, you shouldn't be doing that to white women because my sister shouldn't feel no type of way if I'm making this bitch look goofy it's for her benefit. Ain't nobody disagreeing with y'all. No, 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 no. We're not talking about people. I'm talking about a black man taking a woman's mind and making her pro-black. I know sisters that's not pro-black. I'm not, I'm, I'm talking about period. Even if she's a black woman, she's probably not going to be pro-black. I've been date, dated women that didn't want to hear that shit, Sharif. Well, they yeah, told right. me, shut the fuck up. But I don't want to hear about no black, no African. I don't want to hear about none of that, nigga. We getting this money, we popping these bottles. What is you talking about? 
Right. So that's the that's the that's the average mind state of most black women in America. They not it's, it's, it's an eighty twenty thing. Most. I'm telling you right not now. Most of the ones I come across. Okay, so most of the women you come. Where y'all be going? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we finna act on. We finna get on this show and act like women ain't. If you ain't popping, you ain't got this cracking. I can't fuck with you. Oh yeah, that's all. So that's, that's, what, we, that's well, what I'm that's talking not, about. That's, that's, that's not my experience. That's, it's the same thing. That's if you're not, not my popping, experience. you're not doing. Okay, so so if you're not popping, if you're not popping, you're not doing this. If you're doing something else, it don't make that. that you're you're no, on this other level, right? Well, we're talking about you conquering a white woman. That's what I'm saying. When I was a broke college kid, I had hoes. I wasn't popping shit. You don't know. You don't know black women, no white women that love hip hop and that love every everything they talk about. They got black kids, all that shit, right? Yeah. So they're dominated, right? Right. Yeah. No. So okay. So, so when we go with black women, still white. black women, no black women that they, they don't fuck with niggas that come from a certain hood. Or you grew up in Compton. I can't talk to you. I was I was raised like this. I know more white women that that are no, like that. But I know a lot of black women like that too. So that's what I'm saying. So, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, so, I'm, so I'm saying is we cannot we cannot hold them accountable like we do the other people. That's the other way. It gotta be it gotta be the same thing, bro. We can't. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm holding to that. Y'all niggas brought it up right now. Are yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, you talking about? I just told you why I said what I said. That still don't matter to niggas. Because right. what I'm saying, how can how can it be put on me and not be put on somebody else? Why why can I use the same tools white supremacists use against right. me? Well, my my sister. Well, it's it's, 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 a it's working, nigga. It's, <laughs> it's, it's working. You're acting like it's not working. It's working. Conversation. What you were saying is, I'm I'm still thinking that you're so. What you saying? You're gonna make this white woman that you conquered. Pro black? No, what he's saying is if they have the power to 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 label us yeah. and get us to accept the label Facts. and say you're going to live in America as a black man. Because I say you're black because you're non-white. That's the only reason. That's the that, only reason. So if I say you're black, and this is what black people do, and they can get us to accept it, how come it's so motherfucking uh Abstract of a thought for the average person to it's conceive. It's not abstract. Well, I'm it's just not saying not. because we're talking it's about not abstract. No, because because when you tell most people that they who are darker colored that they're not black, they don't think geopolitical. They think when well, I'm black, they don't think geopolitical. They don't understand. They don't understand what politics is. We don't. We're calling ourselves black, but we don't even have an established code. If you're a Democrat and a Republican, they have a code that they live by. They live by white. Okay, so here's the thing. Whatever that is, if we're being geopolitical, we still have to establish a code. Because you got coward-ass niggas out here on the internet that are going around crucifying niggas for being off code when we don't really have a no, motherfucking code. code. <laughs> I agree. How am I breaking rules that are non-written? Talk go ahead, talk. go ahead. How can you establish order without non-written rules? Talk to me. You're out right here go calling ahead, yourself bro. black. Calling yourself black, but you freelancing, ho. Talk dirty to him. Talk dirty to him. You, a, you ain't black, you a freelance ho. Man, Talk that shit, bro. Fact, I'm following you. Go ahead. Straight up and down, bro. It's like it's it's gotta be a written code. We can't we can't be out here crucifying and calling niggas coons and, and pointing fingers at niggas when we don't have a motherfucking code. Period, point blank. We, 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 if political is 100%, we 10% political. We get that we need to vote for somebody, exactly. but we don't establish ourselves to be able to vote for ourselves. Exactly. We don't even put ourselves in the running. No, so somebody has to like question that. it. It has to be some type of catalyst for change because we can't be halfway hotepping, bro. Let me it's say not, something. It's good enough to know what happened in Africa, <laughs> or it's not good enough to know and recognize white supremacy. Right. It, niggas got to be about that action, like Dewan is about that action. But I'm gonna say about that is look, you know, in order to label somebody, you ain't gotta fuck nobody to label them. I label white people all day, right. and they hate it. 
But at the end of the day, like today, it was it's this, it's this one white comic that got mad at me. I said, you're a white supremacist. One thing white people hate. White, no, not him. White people hate being called off a white supremacist. That if you want to get, like, oh, you can call a white person black all day. They know that they're, they know the end of the day, the end of the day, they can be like Justin Bieber. They can be black and be in Compton and be all that kind of dumb shit on the stupid ass cars and then take their ass back to and be white. He's already said but, nigga before. On, on, yeah, on, on, but, but, but if you call, yeah, 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 but, but, but if you want to, if you want to get under a white person's skin, especially a white supremacist skin, just call them a white supremacist. That shit will make them flip. And at the end of the day, just like I said, we have the power to reject our labels. We also have the power to label. At the end of the day, when it comes to rhetoric, everyone has a power. The person who wins the, the rhetorical battle, battle is the person that submits to someone else's definition of them. Right. So if you walk around with your nuts hanging and you being a big boss motherfucker like you should be, you ain't got to fuck nobody else to pimp them and tell them what they oh, are. Definitely. You can just label them and they accept it because who the fuck you are. And that's, and that's what, it. And that's what I'm pushing, just being self-defined as a people, man. And that's, we, what Dunk, that's what Duncan's also saying. And that's saying what Duncan is fighting yeah. for. I feel like hey, we I'm were... Like, I'm sorry, that's my brush. Don't worry about it. Hey, how many of you niggas in the chat can say y'all never fucked a white woman? Most I'll wait. I'm gonna wait. Never, I'm gonna wait. Most of them never had sex. Most of most them never had sex. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Most of these niggas didn't start hot tapping until after they second white child. <laughs> white child. You know what I'm saying? Like, second bro, white bitch. They old child. So I'm going back to black. I'm I come from a place of logic. I don't. I don't. I, niggas know where I stand. So when I when we talk about this, is I'm I'm coming from a place of logic. I'm I'm making my people think. Other than that. Niggas already know, ain't that, come on, bro. Shut that shit up. This, <laughs> and it don't make no goddamn sense. Uh, whoever cool Mo Keem is, shut your bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> that bullshit ass Omac head. head. <laughs> that bullshit ass Omac head. That's yeah. not African, nigga. That's Mexican. <laughs> wow. That, Look that, at it, nigga. Yeah. Ask, ask Van Sertima where he went wrong, nigga. That's a nigga that blocked me. No, you know what? I'm too much. Get him. No, dog. Get him. Okay, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, cool, more Prim. I got love for you. He blocked me. He tried to troll me, and I trolled him back. <laughs> oh, that's oh, oh. And I trolled him back. Okay, I can see that. And I he, can see that. He, he tried. He, he, I ain't gonna say what he did, but he tried to say I was trying to be tough. I wasn't trying to be tough. I was trolling you. So he posted his address, and I put a picture of his house on Twitter. <laughs> But I know it wasn't really his house, nigga. And, 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 no and, way. And, 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 then, and then the police called Craig and a little low ass nigga. <laughs> and, 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 and then he sat here for two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't no way that was his real address. Ain't no nigga that stupid to post his real address. Yeah, yeah, nah, it, But anyway, I, I like the gesture. It was funny. I got love for you. Keep watching. Yeah, man. Are we gonna wrap up the show? Uh, Duane, you wanna you wanna put a button on this? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and that's it, man. Shit, man. God damn it. Just define shit for yourself. Yeah. Defining things, that's the power every human has with this English language. You have the power to define whatever it is you're looking at. Right. Step in that shit and stop accepting motherfuckers' definition of you. Right. So, yeah, that's it. But hotepbitch.com, intelligent ish talk, intelligent shit talk. Incense and Ashrays is out. It's on Spotify. I got my playlist that's coming up. My interview with Bobby Rush is already out. Um, go ahead and check that shit out on Spotify. Incense, the letter N, ashtrays on Spotify and also on YouTube. And when I tell y'all I was pimping, I didn't have women on the corner. I used to just, <laughs> I used to just drop my, my girlfriend off at her boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with her fucking another nigga. That's the kind of pimp I was. <laughs> I would drop her off at her boyfriend's house. 
Cardinal Faith. Cardinal Cardinal everything on time. Everything. <laughs> Tell them where they can find you. Um so my handle is Ube Roots U O B E underscore roots on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Oh. Thank you so much. It's oh, you amazing. did great on the show. Thank you. Tell them where they can find you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Opportuna Kendu. Um, you can find me at African Chop, which is African, A-F-R-I-C-A-N, and Chop, C-H-O-P. Dope, right dope. Shout out to both of these sisters, man. They put it down Facts. today. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Shout out. Business owners taking control of it. Uh, shit, hey, I'm definitely finna hit you up about that food. That shit sounds fire. It is. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm believe those. You know what I'm saying? I go to those for everything African. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... <laughs> hey, you know, but, uh... Follow me at uh, Mr. Duncan Penner Hughes on Instagram. Uh, fuck with my, uh... Fuck my YouTube. Gangsta Nerd Official. I had to remember. Don't worry about it. Uh, y'all fucking with... I, hey, man. The album still is, is setting great. I fuck with people that are still checking it out. Nerd Gang clothing, niggas is, you know what I'm saying, getting shirts. Everybody sending me uh, pictures of their morning shit. I'm going to put that up next week. You know, all that shit popping. Uh, I got the sapiosexual, the rest of that shit coming out. I'm just going to release that shit to y'all because y'all dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that's dope as fuck is dope as fuck. And, man, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I love all black women. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. I come from a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I think the black woman is God, so I don't know the fuck y'all talking about. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it is what it is, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Peace to everybody, man. Chet, 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 Bequeno. Hey! All right, so uh, y'all know what it is. Regular underscore DLZ, man. Um, I want to thank Opportuna Namaka for coming through today. I did just meet her, y'all, so. I love everybody, man. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, I'm, I want to I wanna thank you two for coming on, too. Um, this was one of my one of my more favorite episodes that we've done. Uh, just your guys' insight on, on, like, the tough discussions that we do have. Uh, they need to be had. Um, so appreciate you guys stepping up to that and just killing it. Uh, I hope you, I hope they go to your businesses because the food sound fire. Yeah, yeah I the hairline. Oh, a yeah. lot of these cats need it. We <laughs> 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 said a lot of these niggas <laughs> need it. A lot of black women need it though too, y'all. Yeah. That's revolutionary. Yeah, that's just tight girls get changes. So, so to me, that's dope. As far as uh, the Chokumo cream, uh, it, we we have such a dope community on this podcast. They're gonna buy it. They, they, they gonna treat you like Dion Peoples, bro. So you're, this, this, probably, <laughs> this is probably the last time we even gonna exactly. They band, they, 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 the, this community is so dope. So yeah. appreciate the, uh, yeah, the the community. We have also the Instagram is beautiful world letter B one two world. You want to sponsor the podcast? Go to the website thecraigsmith.com. Uh, click the bright yellow button. Uh, you want to book us on the road? You want Craig to do a comedy show? Uh, host an event? Go to the website thecraigsmith.com. Put in the description exactly what you're looking for. The Patreon is thecraigsmith. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/thecraigsmith. Um, and also, uh, if you're an uh, upcoming artist, uh, you want to put your music out on the platform. We do have the show for Mondays, and we're trying to fill that schedule up uh, for the next few months. Just have that book so you get the show three times a week. Ooh. So go on to the website for that thecraigsmith.com. Put in the description. Um, if you're in California, uh, let's make it happen. And if you're not, fly out. We'll figure something out. We will figure it out. We're going to go on the road here soon. We, we Real, real soon. Y'all can see us live and talk all that shit live, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to meet some of y'all, man. Check out the website, thecraigsmith.com. Purchase the merch. You know, also, uh, you know, follow the Patreon. Um, yeah, and this Chill Withers is going to come out. Soon here, I got the album cover. Let's get it. You know, I got the jokes I'm going to put on there with the music. So, 
You know what I mean? It's a cross-genre project. The music is how I deal with women. And the comedy is how I deal with life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I owe you something, I'm not going to be able to give it to you. But if you want it, you can get it from God. God, God, God! Hey! Thank you. Thank you.